plots of land and the starry skies above. Don't fence me in. Let me ride through the wide open country that I love. Don't fence me in. Let me be by myself in the evening breeze. Listen to the murmur of the cottonwood trees. Send me off another bar. Well, 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 well. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning this morning from the Discovery Design. Everything from the truck up studios. Rick Pogue and Jerry Pogue, good morning, guys. Thank you so much for your support of free conservative radio. off of the Discovery Design Inc. Don't me. Dot com. run businesses. Need to build your fleets up. Need a light kit. Whatever it happens to be. Need a conveyor. Need a hoist. You got it. Discovery Design. Thanks, guys. Hey, good morning this morning, everybody. Margaret Sharp, are you still mad at me? Walmart comment. I'm not going to bring that up again. I'm a big Walmart fan. Big jokes about the place, but I love the people there. Might be a Walmart greeter someday. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Could be a Walmart greeter. I I I do what the when you came into Walmart. I mean that guy. Welcome to Walmart, people. You think they'd let me, Margaret? Of course, they probably won't let me into Walmart anymore. Margaret probably spread the word. You know what I'm saying? Good morning, this morning, everybody. Well, bad news for the lefties as President Trump's approval ratings just get bigger and bigger and bigger. You're waking up this morning to... Oh, by the way, Rand Paul was attacked again. This is unbelievable. Cation's going to be in at about 6.30, and we're going to fight over some stuff, and then... uh, We'll talk more about that, but the and I'm also gonna I'm gonna double back on a conversation we had yesterday with Austin Peterson about the tech visa issue, and that that's a big one, and, and we need to be focusing on that issue because it's a huge one as it relates to the future. And I don't buy the argument that you know, well, you know, we don't have blacksmiths anymore, so some of those places are gonna go. That's not. The government shouldn't be in the business of competing with its own workers, and that's the bottom line. So we're going to focus on that in just a little bit, and also Cation's going to be at 6.30, so we got a lot to battle with about that. They're all freaking out about the 
Supreme Court nominee, and certainly these numbers aren't going to make anybody, including Kaysen, happy. They have the daily presidential tracking poll, the Rasmussen reports, daily presidential tracking poll for Monday, that's yesterday, showing that 48% of likely U.S. voters, 48% of likely U.S. voters approve of President Trump's job performance. 51% disapprove. But 48% is hugely high for a guy who has been portrayed by the media and others as being this polarizing figure, this divisive figure. And I guess you could say, well, yeah, he is divisive. Look, it's split right down the middle, but that's true. But that's the way the election went. The, The country is split right down the middle, pretty much, with the exception of some independents floating around out there. And I have to tell you, 48% is pretty darn high. It's higher than what Obama had, what Obozo had around this time. As I told you before, I'm already seeing the Trump 2020 signs out there, and he actually is doing better by any measure than Ronald Reagan was doing in the first of his terms. And I love pointing this little factoid out that Ronald Reagan in 1984 wound up winning 49 states, 49 states. Mondale won one, which was his home state, 49 states. That was for his reelection in 84. And President Trump is already tracking with a better performance level than Ronald Reagan had in his first 500-plus days in office. And look what happened to Reagan in 84. Now, he did have a weak candidate in the formulation of Mondale, but also at that time, the Democrats didn't have much going on. Similar to what the situation they're in right now. You've got you know, Maxine Waters, this screeching crazy, who is the face of the Democratic Party. Where is... Kamala or Kamala or whatever the hell, however you pronounce her name, Harris, where's she been? She's been out there. How is it the Democrats have allowed the face of their party to be in the formulation of CNN, Don Lemon, and Maxine Waters? They are at this point totally bankrupt, and they're going to get swamped on this Supreme Court nominee too. Interestingly enough, I did you know that Anthony Scalia, who was probably one of the most conservative Supreme Court justices we've seen in modern day. Do you realize he was approved 98? He was unanimous. He was with 98 votes. That's incredible. And unfortunately, that doesn't happen now because of, I guess, the divisiveness of of what's going on around the country. But that's really got to be concerning to the Democrats who are going into an election season with nothing to talk about. I think they've got something going on with the trade issue, with the tariff issue. I think there's something that could stick there, particularly if we see some of these small businesses going by the wayside and kind of crapping out like the nail company and that kind of thing because of the steel tariffs, that kind of thing. If you could kind of make that resonate with people, then perhaps you could stick. But as I explained to Austin Peterson yesterday, this Trump, tariff issue is strictly a game. The president will not play it for very long, but he's playing it and he's trying to get the 
UE and these other guys, Can and these other guys, they're trying to play this game of tariffs, but they're going to suffer greater than we're going to suffer. And ultimately, hopefully, the president will get what he wants as it relates to, to trade. Also, do you see this? There are people now, I guess they're snooping around in the wake of the whole immigration issue into President Trump's family. And this is, they went to Karlstadt, Germany. By the way, you ought to get a, you ought to get a job like that with the New York Times. You can just go traipsing around the, the world, going to the original hometowns of presidents. It's pretty, or at least their families. It's a pretty good, uh, pretty good gig. This is in Karlstadt, Germany. Date line, July 2, 2018. All right. Herbert Trump did not want to talk about it. Neither did Ilse Trump. Ursula Trump, who runs the Trump Bakery in the next village, eventually relented. Palms upturned and sighed. You can't choose your relatives, can you? All right. The relative in question is Donald J. Trump, president of the United States, multimillionaire, most powerful man on the planet, and a seventh cousin of Ursula Trump's husband. Though in Karlstadt, a sleepy village nestled in the rolling hills of Germany's southwestern wine country, he's simply Donald. That is not least to avoid confusion with the other Trumps, or Drumps, as the name is pronounced in the Palatinate dialect, which is, I guess, the German thing. Listen to the phone book for the area, beat Trump, a podiatrist, a lot of... Bottom line is, these people, you have to understand, they only know what they're reading in their newspapers, if they're getting their newspapers at all. They only know what they're seeing on their international CNN stations, everything else. This is a, they went to a place where the only – where they find Trump's relatives, but these people only know President Trump by what they're reading in newspapers. So how do you think that they are going to come across their – uh, when it comes to Germany and 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 people of Trump's uh, all of his relations, how do you think they're going to render their verdict on Donald J. Trump after only seeing it in a newspaper or TV? And which is why it's even more of a miracle that President Trump has the approval rating he does at forty eight percent. That's in spite of news stories being overwhelmingly negative against President Trump. If you did any kind of reasonable poll with any kind of organization, you'd find any news organization, with the exception maybe of Fox News, which I think is balanced. I think they actually do a pretty balanced job. I mean, they have all the never-Trump idiots like Dana Perino and Chris Steyerwalt and those folks over there. But for the most part, Fox is pretty fair. And so, but if you did, did a, any kind of count as to the negative stories, the, the stories are overwhelmingly negative about President Trump. You can't even have a shooting now without somebody blaming President Trump for it. You can't even, you, you, you can't have a world event without somebody blaming President Trump for it. And they always get free airtime, no matter what, organization they happen to be on they get absolutely free airtime so it's nothing short of a miracle that president trump wakes up this morning seeing a rasmussen poll 
with a 48% approval rating, people. That's amazing. And it's also a good indication that ultimately, folks, this is all going to place itself at the polling places, just like it did in 2016. As you remember, you were told there was no path to victory for President Trump. You were continually told that, and we all knew that it was a completely different place. It was a different uh, situation for us. We were talking to people. We were. I was over with Dave Sinclair Jeep there in Pacific yesterday trying to make a deal on the Rubicon, which is a great Jeep, by the way. Trying to trying to trying to work a little magic because I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna trade in the uh, I'm gonna try to trade in the Malibu and go for the Rubicon, the Jeep. I've fallen in love with it. He tricked me. I'd be driving that Jeep around, fell in love with it, and now I can't can't go back. Although I do love my Malibu, but that Rubicon's great. I'm a little bit weirded out by the fact it's made in America. I'm a little bit weirded out that the Germans have a little piece of that because I, I generally always buy American cars. But I think it's made in America. I, I don't really... I, I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted about that. Remember my dad? I had to I had to hide my Toyota Camry from my dad. My dad was in the Navy in World War II and in the Pacific. And boy, did those people dislike the Japanese. Man. I I I would it wasn't like for instance, like if it wasn't like an Asian person walking around St. Louis was gonna get trolled by my dad or anything. It wasn't it wasn't like this, you know, this this bigotry or anything like that with with the Japanese people necessarily, but anything Japanese, he wasn't going to go near, and would never in a million years buy a Japanese car, and because people in the Pacific, especially in that particular theater, where. You had the kamikazes, and, 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 and the Japanese were just absolutely just relentless. They were ruthless. They were dirty, mean, and inhumane most of the time. And so when you've seen some of your guys, your people, incinerated by a kamikaze pilot or whatever, and you were over there in, uh, in the Pacific, you did not come home feeling good about the Japanese under any stretch of the imagination. So anyway, I it was in college, I had a Toyota Camry and I had to keep it out of my keep it out of my dad's sight cuz I didn't want him to, I didn't I, I knew how visceral that whole thing was, but anyway. I'm going to but the Jeep is cool. You got let's see. Uh Joseph, you just told me that he's uh, it's made in Toledo, Ohio. I'm good with that. I'm all I'm 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 also I'm awesome with that. And it's a beautiful uh uh it's a beautiful, beautiful car. But I definitely do like the uh oh yeah, can Jamie elaborate a little more as far as the Rubicon? Yeah. It's a Wrangler. And and there and there's something that is uh about the that whole Wrangler Jeep community that I didn't know. It's like a special community apparently. Where uh, where everybody kind of you know waves to each other. I told you that when people 
the Wrangler can be waved. I got to get used to that element of it if I do go ahead and pop into this thing. But it's it's a it's a it's a beautiful little machine. So I'm I'm ready to go. All right, I want to talk to you and double back a little bit on this uh, tech visa thing. And keep in mind, I, I when I talked to Austin Peterson about this, it was the outgrowth of a discussion about jobs and about the economy and about new technologies and tied into immigration. And I am conflicted over the immigration issue. I tried and and I really have tried to convey to people that our position as conservatives on immigration, sometimes we're taking the wrong approach. We need to turn the 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 mire of illegal immigration into a humanity issue. We need to turn it into an issue where it's where we say it's unacceptable to have groups of people who are illegal, oftentimes abused, whether it be in the workplace or just in general, and who have no say in what happens in this country. For instance, as conservatives, we're often misconstrued as people being xenophobic and we don't want immigrants here. We definitely want immigrants here, but we want immigrants here to be just like us. We want them to have our dreams and our goals and our aspirations. We want them to be able to vote. Can you imagine in a situation like this where where there are people who are misconstruing us and calling us xenophobes because we want people to be legal, not illegal. We want people to be prosperous and able to contribute to society, not be drains and drag their kids across a border and be constantly in the shadows of criminality because they have violated the law. And so as conservatives, I think we need to focus on the immigration issue as a humanitarian one. And I'll give you one example of this, too. For instance, you know the president had tried to throw out this idea of having these tent cities. And this was over the weekend. I knew exactly how this whole thing was going to turn out because – Ultimately, what was going to happen is people were going to start to make Japanese internment camp comparisons and prison camp comparisons, and they were going to find like a itinerant boxcar out there someplace, a train boxcar. They could kind of compare it to Auschwitz or whatever else. But do you realize, oddly enough, that the – hey, hey, shut up. Gee whiz, you guys get – Cason comes in here and, and blabbers on his mouth. I'm hearing him through the door. Wait, to, wait till you get on the air for crying out loud. My goodness gracious. Get a, get a steel door over there. Anyway, so we are in a situation where we have discussed versus the tent cities. And so we knew what was going to happen with the tent cities is that we were going to be called a bunch of horrible Nazis creating these tent cities. And the tent cities that President Trump suggested were cities designed to keep 
some 12,000 illegal immigrants in one place while they are awaiting their court dates. Because you know what they do now or what they were doing during Obozo's administration? They would take these people, catch them, and then release them into the wild. Now, what do you think is more humane for a person or an illegal immigrant who is collared right across the border? What do you believe is more humane? Catching them, then sending them out into outer space where the likelihood of them actually being in court or going through any kind of process. Because keep in mind, isn't that what the Democrats and all the crazies always talk about is due process? How they want due process. Well, President Trump wants to create that atmosphere where there is due process by creating these tent cities, these holdover places, while they await their due process, and he's being attacked for being a Nazi. So, so for once, I think we're, we're in a good position right now as conservatives, as common sense folks, because we're the ones who are now dictating the argument. We're the ones right now who, who have the Democrats and the liberals on the ropes because they're no longer able to sustain their messaging because they keep running out of gas every time you turn around. I mean, they've run out of, of Confederate statues. Uh, they, they've run out of newsroom shootings. They've run out of crying babies on the border. Boy, did they get tired of that stuff easily. It's kind of like the gift that keeps on giving. They go crazy over something for 48 hours, and then suddenly they forget all about it. It's not, a, not even an issue anymore. They move on. They're just so distracted. It's like – it's like, I remember I was out someplace not too long ago and saw a raccoon. Yeah, I don't ever see raccoons around. I see possums and everything else. And, Kaysen, you know, you're looking at me like I owe you money through that glass. What did I do? Okay. Mark Cason's waiting to come come in and fight about stuff. But I saw a raccoon. And raccoons are weird because they, they are they when you, when they don't know anybody's looking at them, they're really they walk really weirdly and they wander around like they don't know where they're going. <laughs> they kind of get their backs up and they start walking around like this and and that reminds me of of the people on the left because they they, they just keep they're, they're wandering around looking for things to eat, essentially. And in this case, in the political world, they're looking at things to kind of grab onto and ram up our rear ends. And they, and they can't do it, even, even with the media behind them. How inept is that? Then they're going to get drubbed in 2018, and then they're going to get, you know, 2020? Just, they don't want to be you right now if you're if – you're, Rocky Raccoon, Margaret Sharp. That's right. Rocky Raccoon. So the H-1B program, I brought this up with Austin Peterson yesterday, and, and, w- and we tied this into the manufacturing issue, tied in with the immigration issue all at once. It's my firm belief that, that the person crossing the border isn't the person who is probably most – treacherous to us when it comes to immigration, and I'm talking about manufactured immigration. 
I'm talking about an immigration system that is set up by our government and an immigration system that is set up to where the government is competing with its own workers at the behest of large corporations who, by the way, are also crushing startups because of that as well. And I brought this up with Austin Peterson because Austin was talking about uh, big government, and he doesn't want big government government involved in this and involved in that. And I, I said to him, one of the things that President Trump has said is that he wants to go ahead and crack down on the misuse of work visas that are going on everywhere. Now, Mark Kaysen, who's going to be in here in just a little bit, will like me for this because he's always talking about robotics. He's the, he's the guy's like Mr. Robot man. And he's talked about the death of manufacturing and pretty soon everything's going to be robotic and manufacturing is a myth. It went away long ago. But there are reasons why it went away. And it, it went away, first of all, because the government made it impossible for companies to exist and, 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 and thrive in this country. And I know Austin, I'm not picking on Austin, I'm just referring back to our conversation with him yesterday late. And he talked about, well, you know, there aren't any blacksmiths anymore and there aren't any, you know, leather tanners anymore. And, you know, gradually businesses and things just kind of go away and are replaced by other things like uh, there aren't trolleys anymore. And I've heard that argument a million times. And that's fine if it's organic. But if the death of manufacturing and the death of an industry is manufactured by the government, that's not cool in any way, shape, or form. And that's what's happening, and that's what has happened over the past 25 years with globalist trade policies, with the lack of incentives for companies to stay here because of our tax structure and because of our oppressive regulatory system. And so we've had Democrats and Republicans over the past 25 years fighting you. Can you believe that? And we, and we finally have a president who actually is fighting for you, for the normal, average, everyday person. The swamp hates this because they've always cut their little deals with, with everybody else and, and all these corporations and these companies and these global international companies. And they've, they've cut all these deals because they're getting money from them that keeps them in office, that keeps their campaign coffers full. For the past 25 years, and I'll, I'll give you a really great example of this, and Margaret will like this story because it involves Walmart. But Margaret might think that it's a criticism of Walmart, but it isn't. There's a small town, and I, I was working on this back in 2009. There is a small town, it's, it's Logan, West Virginia. I knew somebody down there, and I, darn it, I went, and I'm going to follow up on this because it's been my dream to do, and I, I wrote a treatment for this movie that was going to kind of explore the tension between the people, the green revolutionaries, and the small towns that depended on manufacturing and those kinds of things, and coal mining towns that were dependent on coal and mining to thrive. And that tension especially with the Democrats in charge, and especially under Obozo, 
but it started with Bush, where there was this continued uh, roll towards a regulatory environment where we're pushing coal out or making it too expensive to produce it or demanding that it be cleaner than it already is, which is amazingly clean with the technology now. Clean coal is everywhere. And also, by the way, uh, the argument that somehow coal is going the way of the blacksmith is complete baloney. Coal remains, and as do fossil fuels, they remain the easiest, most efficient way to power our machinery and what gets our goods from one place to another and pretty much everything. And and so and so the idea somehow that coal is just passe is ridiculous. It only was because the government tried to force it out. And and we came up with things like Solyndra and these other companies that couldn't exist, these green companies that couldn't exist without taxpayer funded support. And even when that happened, they still couldn't survive. Now, keep in mind, out west and in the south, there are beautiful windmill fields and those kinds of things. And, that, and that's going pretty well. I mean, that, that's actually one of the good points about green energy is that the windmill business is pretty darn good. And it's also helping our steel manufacturers, too, because somebody's got to make the blades. So I, I like that whole idea. But coal will always remain the most efficient energy delivery source around and so fossil fuels you're listen i've heard the stories about the the engine that could run on water and you know bill johnson was back in the day had an engine that ran out of water and 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 mobile oil cut his head off and buried him in a cinder block i i, I don't know i i know there's somebody out there who made like a water fueled engine i get it but coal and fossil fuels remain the number one way for us to be able to power our lives. And by the way, I'll make it even further here before Mark gets in here and, and, and causes a lightning storm as God starts to zap us. Coal and fossil fuels, it's a reason why they, they come out of the ground, you know. And who created the ground? Mark? God. God created the ground. So fossil fuel and coal is about as natural as you get. He put it in the ground so we could dig it up and use it. Right? He put worms in the ground so we could dig them up, put them on a hook, catch a fish, and eat. I mean, it's all very simple and all very beautiful, and it's very easy to figure out. So anyway, back to Walmart and Margaret and all this kind of stuff. So there's this town in Logan, West Virginia – and the people there came from generations of coal miners. And they had a couple coal miners mines there. You know, they had this, this amazing, crazy flood in 1973 that was caused by a coal mining company that wasn't following the rules or whatever. And they created a problem and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, they had generations of of family members who worked in the coal mines. So grandpa worked in the coal mines, dad worked in the coal mines, and then son worked in the coal mines, and now son works at Walmart. And that's because 
because of our attacks on coal, because of us pushing coal out of the way, trying to regulate it out of our world, we destroyed an entire town's economic base. Coal mines closed. So we, you know, the, 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 the storied lives of these people where, you know, they talk about grandpa being rolled. You know what, you, what happened when you were rolled in a coal mine? Is you and and everybody seemingly had a story about their one of their relatives being rolled. Sometimes actually, you got killed that way. But when you got rolled, you got run over by one of those carts, the coal mine carts, and and that's how that's the. the but there's story after story about, about about grandpa or dad getting rolled in the coal mine. But anyway, you go to Logan, West Virginia now, and the coal mines are closed. Although uh, they're one of them, at least, as I understand it, is, is actually reopening now. But the main industry in Logan, West Virginia now is Walmart. And, and, and again, Margaret, that doesn't, that's not a bad thing uh, in, in terms of uh, – I mean, they're employed. And thank God for Walmart <laughs> there. Walmart's saving Logan, West Virginia right now. You go to Logan, West Virginia right now, I guarantee you, as – uh, they're as patriotic as the day is long. They're hanging out in their hollers and drinking a beer. They're growing wine grapes, and they've lined the streets with small little flags. The lampposts have the little flags on them. I guarantee you that's the scene in Logan right now. And yet the fact that it's their own country, as patriotic as they are, the real, they, they, they have no idea that their own country basically destroyed their entire community's entire economy. That's a bad thing when your own government is fighting you and putting you out of business. That's a bad thing when people you elect are not working to maintain you and keep you there. And again, it's not the government's job to make coal a cool thing, but let's put it this way. Coal is the only thing right now that keeps our Bills low when it comes to utilities. Electric power plants are fueled by coal. Steel plants are fueled by coal. People, there are people who don't even understand that that eighty percent of our electrical power in Missouri. I think I think it might even be higher. Correct me if I'm wrong. Gary says his grandfather was rolled and crushed his legs. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty serious, pretty serious stuff there. But uh, it might even be eighty five. 80, 85% of our electrical power is produced in Missouri by coal. And so keep in mind, when President Obama said, well, you know, rates will necessarily skyrocket. It's like, yeah, they did. And check this out. The people who could least afford, who do you think the people were who could least afford an uptick in their utility rates? Was it most of you? Was it me? No. It was the very people who put Ob- uh, Obozo in office. You believe that? The, the, it, it was the uh, Obama phone people. And, and then, then suddenly they're getting rear-ended by their own guy. And Republicans, it's happened to us too on a number of different levels too. It's happening with the H-1B visa program. And, and, and George Bush did it to, to us with his immigration policies and and. and, and uh, you know, helping us, his buddies with unfettered, uh, wide open visa programs and everything else. And so, right now, we have 
Uh, again, and this goes back to my my theme I said earlier, and that is that that I'm not I'm not trying to keep an industry alive artificially. That's not my point. And I get the people who say trolleys don't last anymore and there's no longer a blacksmith. But there's no reason why the government ought to be the one that puts a business out of business. That is horrible. There's no reason why the government ought to be competing against its own people. And I brought this up to Austin yesterday. And this is why President Trump got it. I don't know where this actually went, unfortunately. It was a draft executive order that that started circulating in January of 2017. So I don't know whatever happened to this thing. It hasn't been acted on probably because some of the globalists and some of the corporatists and the swamp got to president Trump and his people. So nothing's happened here. There's a huge misuse of work visas. These are H one B visas and no one has raised a finger to try and change this program. hundred thousand H-1B visas are available annually. 100,000 of these things, all right? And the way that they are set up is that a company like a healthcare company or even a media company or a utility or a electronics company, if you're big enough, you basically have access to these temp agencies, these are like temporary agencies, and they, they're agencies set up, okay? They're businesses set up to take a big buttload of H-1B visas and start handing them out. And it's happening in India. It's happening all over the place where tech firms say they need the H-1B program to hire trained talent that it can't find at home. And we all know that's bullcrap. There are people who graduated from Rala and they can't find jobs. Why is that? Because sometimes they're had their jobs replaced, taken from them by an H-1B visa holder. And 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 oftentimes these people are, yeah, they're cheap labor. But the reality is the H-1B visa program, there's a, there's a rule in the H-1B program that says that a company has to prove that it cannot find an American to do the job. Did you know that that's a rule? And yet it's never followed. There hasn't been one company that's ever been forced to account. No, no audit done. No, nothing. There hasn't been one of those companies forced to prove they can't hire. So we've already had right out of the blocks a violation of the H-1B visa program. And and you're thinking, well, no, but these H-1B visa holders, uh, they're, they're, they're highly skilled. They're, they've got to be, they're a lot more trained than the other ones. No, a recent survey of the H-1B visa holders, they only have bachelor's degrees. At the three companies with the most H-1B employees, and I'm talking about a place called Tata Consultancy. Who came up with that one? Sorry. I had to spit. I'm not chewing tobacco. I just had to. Sometimes I just, you know, got to spit. It's disgusting, isn't it? Blame it on Kaysen. 
So Tata Consultancy, Cognizant Technology, and Infosys. 80% of the visa holders just have bachelor's degrees. So you're thinking, oh, you're thinking that, oh, these companies are hiring these brilliant technological wizards from India when they only have bachelor's degrees, these, these people do. But, but they're cheaper, usually. And, and, and that's one, that, that might be fine, but the reality is you, the, the law still is that you got to prove you can't hire an American. So it's unlikely uh, people with bachelor's degrees are necessary to fill these skill gaps. But 80% of these visa holders at these three big H-1B hiring companies, 80% of them only have bachelor's degrees. Because I'm telling you, talk to anybody. Go out there today and, and you ask them about these H-1B visas and uh, – and 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 they, and they'll tell you, oh yeah, no, we, we're getting only the most brilliant minds from the Middle East and from Africa. No, eighty percent of them have bachelor's degrees. And 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 here's the argument, though, that's most depressing. Uh, the the and, and again, I'll do do the cheap labor thing because employers are required to pay H one B visa holders at a minimum a jobs prevailing wage. The first step in the process is for employees to get approval for the salary they intend to pay, and 80% of these approvals are for entry-level jobs or slightly above. Such wages are substantially less than the average wage an American worker earns in those occupations in these particular locations. And you're saying, okay, yeah, these companies are hiring Americans are too expensive. That might be true. But once again, the H-1B visa program, you have to prove that you can't hire an American. So it's tough nuts if the American's expensive. And you know what will happen is eventually if we start to get a hold of this H-1B visa program, the more people there are, the more competition there is, and the higher the wages go naturally – so this idea that the American worker is too expensive, that might be true – but that is still not a reason why you ought to be violating the H-1B visa program standards, which forced you to, to say that you can't hire an American. Mark, I'm sorry. I'm going, I'm going well past Mark Kaysen's time here at Radio Free Allman. Shame on me. So, so b- bottom line here is that through the H-1B tech visa, companies are continually or the, the government is continually – uh, battling its own workers. Now, I'll see a lot of you on here saying, "Yeah, well, maybe if maybe if a, a, a student, an American student, could do basic math, they'd be more eminently more hireable." Maybe, but you know why the American why why math and sciences and 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 we're just now getting around to teaching our kids about robotics. You know why why that's going on? Because for 25 years, we were told by Republicans and Democrats that manufacturing was dead, that that we must become a nation of call centers. I'll never forget Glenn Beck, of all people, talking about all this and saying, give up 
on this idea that we're going to start making shoes again here. Give up on this idea that we're going to start making cars again here. Give up on this idea that the textile mill is ever going to come back. We are a nation that must adapt to the world. And, and if it's a call center that we need to work at, then let's make that happen. So no wonder we're just now getting around to, to, to have STEM programs in schools. We should have been having STEM programs in schools 25 years ago. Kids should have been knowing robotics 25 years ago. But why should they? When Republicans and Democrats are telling you that manufacturing is dead. Forget it. All the while, they're actually just bringing in people from foreign countries on tech visas to do the job. Well, yeah, well, because that's because Americans aren't smart. Well, Americans aren't smart because they were told to stay dumb. There was no reason to learn STEM or robotics back in the day because because your, your government was busy killing off industries where you'd be utilizing that technology. Imagine what this country would be now if we didn't have government killing off manufacturing and other things. Imagine, they would have adapted. We would have all kinds of new technologies. We'd, we'd, be, we'd be making shoes and we'd be making television sets and we'd be making electronics and everything else. And we're, we're kind of finally getting kind of back to that now. But we would have been, we would have been, remember Texas Instruments? My dad was a, my, my dad was one of these gadget hounds. And I will never forget he had a, he had a calculator back in the day that uh, was a Texas Instruments calculator. that had like a square root function on it and everything. That was really cool. It was complicated. It was really cool. Texas Instruments. Whatever happened to Texas Instruments? I think they're, I don't even know whether they're still around or not. But yeah, so we, we had, we were there. We had, you know, we had, we were making TVs. We were making radios, everything. But we shipped it all out because we were told, bah, forget about it, you know. And they, do, they did the same with the coal and everything else. Although I will tell you that electronics, uh, I remember uh, my dad had, you know, more, he more of the serious gadgetry. And then uh, his cousin, uh, Dr. Don, uh, who uh, is, was our doctor, but he was also, you know, a family member, a relative. And he, had, he was one of these crazy guys. And he, I'll never forget, he had, and that was back, remember when they had the LED watch? Uh, you know, the, the, and that was when, when, they, when the actual uh, arm watch went away, or the, you know, the, the hands went away, and they had the electronic watch. He was like one of the first to get one. And he had one, I'll never forget, I think it was like Thanksgiving, because they had Jamie look, I'm probably like nine, and 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 the uh, and it's and and it, and, it, and he was able to push it so it said "F me" <laughs> on his watch. Doctor thought it was the coolest thing. Anyway, those were, but we 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 were there. We were making this stuff, but our government gradually uh, get, kept going and going and get and getting involved in things, regulating people out into non-existence. And that's where – and also, by the way, creating these visa programs and things like that to import cheap labor and willfully allow 
their uh, people to to violate the the law that says you got it. Yeah, the TI eighty five Brandy says. I think it's a TI. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what you're probably talking about. Uh, you know, uh, this programs and but they're violating the the H one B program, and they shouldn't be doing that. And we're not holding them to account. And guess who? Donald Trump, Mister Forty Eight Percent this morning. Mark Kaysen, 48% approval rating. It's in spite of the fact that every time you turn on the TV, it's Trump's a Nazi. It's amazing. Americans are great because they don't pay attention to those people anymore. And you also realize that part of our immigration problem, a lot of the illegals here are not just the guy crossing the border. A lot of these illegal here, illegals here are just overstaying the visas we're giving them. Our government's giving them. It's amazing. There's a swamp out there. It's been working against you for the past quarter of a century. And finally, we're on to something here, although I got to follow up on this executive order because uh, nothing's happened with it. Somebody in the swamp has gotten a hold of President Trump or he's been distracted or whatever. But again, I, I agree with Austin that, that big government's a bad thing and we, we can't, government can't create jobs, but government ought, shouldn't be killing them either. Government shouldn't be killing jobs either, and that's what's been going on. So we'll talk about that in a little bit, too, with Mark Kaysen. Mark, your people hurt Rand Paul again, too. Rand Paul's been attacked again. So we'll follow up on that. Also, Mitt Romney. Hey, by the way, did you guys, I, I know you've been just sitting on the edge of your seats wondering how Mitt Romney's going to vote in 2020. Well, you know what Mitt Romney's answer is? You know what this pansy's answer is? He doesn't know yet. He doesn't know yet. So just in case you were wondering, because I'm sure that you, you, all of you were obsessed with what Mitt Romney was going to do, right? Right. This is Radio Free Almond, people. I hope you enjoy it. And it's brought to you by my friends over at Discovery Design, right there in beautiful St. Peter's, the Pogue family. Got Santino cigars and cocktails on board. Mattress King is coming along. We're starting to populate the show with magical people who are going to be uh, supporting the show. And so I really, uh, we're working hard. And it's nothing, not your problem, because we're going to keep doing this. But we're working hard to keep populating the show. We call it monetizing where I come from. Yeah. Our national anthem, everybody. Happy pre-4th of July.
It's a race and there ain't no room for someone in second place. Yes, live from the Discovery Design Inc.com studio. It's Radio Free Almond. Happy pre Fourth of July and Wow, this must be Marcation's course nightmare. <laughs> oh, I love this. So happy. So happy, Mark. Happy days are here again. Who who is this singing? It's another one of your nightmares, Alabama. No, because I I was going to say the thing I I sort of liked about it is he was talking about you know hurrying, hurrying, and all yeah, that. Yeah, and then I, he, I get it. And, the, and then he kept saying stuff about rushing around. Yeah. And when I heard all that Russian stuff, <laughs> I thought, well, this we've really got something. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I get it. I yeah. get it. People want to know who that was, by the way. And I, I, I want you to look at the video. Uh, th- this is a, that was Madison Rising, and I just put the link to the Star Spangled Banner version from Madison Rising up there on the Facebook page for all of you uh, to see, because it's not just the music. I thought I loved that now there are probably some traditionalists out there who are like, what's going on here? But a lot of you did like that version, and man, the visuals in the video are gorgeous, beautiful. And these are young guys, which is even better because they're all you know kind of and and patriotic. It just is a great version of it, and uh, I'm sure it, it was like it was like water to the witch for you, wasn't it? I, I was about to take a knee, but. <laughs> that you know, I, I didn't know if it'd come across on the camera. Yeah. Well, yeah. so you know, I I, I didn't do that. <laughs> well, uh, check it. Yeah, check it out because it's it's really a it's really a golly. I feel like playing it again because it it was it was great and we weren't pulled off of Facebook either for it, were we? No analog. See, God loves America and Facebook and everything else. Yeah, let's so let's know. not start all that God stuff. I'm telling you, but yeah. Um, a couple of things about what you've already said so far this morning, but let me back up just a touch. The first thing I wanted to tell you, you were talking about researching things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a great study out this morning, and and this study basically tells you that I'm probably going to live forever. And this study says, backing up other research that's that's come out recently, that if you drink coffee, and it doesn't matter, it could be decaf, mm-hmm. regular. I, I drink a lot of decaf. If you drink coffee, you, you're, you could live forever. Actually, they say yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a 15% increase in the likelihood that you'll continue to live. Right. Yeah. And, and, and why is that? No, I don't know. Okay. I, I'm not a researcher. I, right, but, how, but it's a great. How, how did you? How did you find out? How did you get to the point where you knew enough to come in here and tell me that if I drink coffee, I live longer? But you couldn't explain why. Because I'm not that guy. I'm not a scientist. But where did I you mean, see I've, the story? I, and, uh, I happen to watch it on MSNBC. Well, why but didn't it's, MSNBC but it's really it's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. Right, but but I'm, what, I'm, what I'm asking for 
is detail. Like, I, well, why would you okay. present to me something and, like that and then not be able to well, tell me why? I'll tell you where you can get the detail. I, I haven't had the time yet to, to, to play with it. But do you use Scholar Google? No. Okay, see? Now, come on. Scholar Google is where you can find all of the research on everything. You don't use Scholar Google. Oh, always. Well, if you did, yeah, you'd know what, why coffee makes me live longer. Yeah, I didn't I didn't look at it yet. See that I, I will. That's the problem. I'll tell is. you someday. Anyway, coffee do you drink coffee? Yeah, I'm drinking it right now. And but here's the thing. Uh, I this is this is one of the problems, and I don't mean to make a bigger deal out of this than yeah. than, than it is, but this is one of the problems with people. No, no, I don't want to. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, I'm not going to be mean to you. I'm just saying this is kind of the problem with you guys. Sometimes is you have this kind of surface level thing going on, but you can never explain the rest of it. And and I think. Oh, I'm not and, a scientist. I, I understand. That. I mean, I can't. But, I well, can't explain to you how to uh, do a, a, right. an operation. And right. yeah, I don't do but surgery. You'll, but you'll be happy but to I, join the chorus of people calling me anti-science, won't you? Because no, actually, I don't believe no. in man-made global warming. Not you. Not you. But, but what I'm saying is. No, no, no. Wait. You don't really know, and nor do I. Uh, th- this whole global warming thing. We don't know the details. And and look, I, I would even say to you that there's a good likelihood that man can't even control some of this. No. Because it's, I mean... There's a high likelihood of it. Well, right. Because, I mean, look, I don't, we haven't talked about this before, but, you know, if you remember, you know, Carl Sagan, you know, he used to say he used to have the calendar he'd put up, and he'd show that the 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 world has existed for four billion years, and he would show you know it started in January, and we're on we're currently at December thirty first, and he would he would set, he would show us how long man has existed in that time, and the answer is the last second of December thirty first is when man showed up in the history right. of the world. Right. So, I mean, we are like nothing. Thank you Thank yeah. you for defending so, the people who don't buy into man-made global warming. Thank no, you no, no. That. Here's the problem. I don't know the answer because, I'm, again, I'm not a scientist. But I, I certainly would listen to what scientists say. And I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples of things that I doubt that you're going to argue with. Uh, for example, uh, Pittsburgh, which is where I was born, uh, at back in the 1940s and 50s. Do you ever when, have a Pittsburgh steak? A uh, steak done Pittsburgh style? Not that I know of. Do you know what that is? No, I okay. don't. Yeah. But anyway, Pittsburgh, you know, was a a, a very I'm not messed gonna tell up. Him. I'm going to do what I what he just did to me. I'm just going to say, hey, you know what a Pittsburgh steak? No, yeah. I don't. I'm not, no. Then I'm not going to tell him what it no, is. No, don't tell me. Anyway. I'm not, I'm not a scientist. Yeah. But anyway, in, in the 40s and 50s, Pittsburgh had, you know, a smog hanging over it from the steel mills. And it's clean today, mm-hmm. okay, because we are able to clean places up. I mean, there's certain things we can do and some we don't know if we can do. But we cleaned up, to some extent, Los Angeles. I grew up in Los Angeles, you know, UCLA and all that. And and the smog there was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't breathe in. Right. And they fixed some of that. It's it's still not great, but it's, it's better than it was. Uh, China has horrible problems with all of that. Of yes. course, they, they make a lot of steel there. So, you know, that's, that's 
yeah. one of their problems. We could bring that back, and maybe you'd like to live in one of those cities where they have all that steel smog hanging over well, everybody. Have, the, the, the problem is, here's the deal, though. It, it, unlike, uh, you don't realize it, that the, the reason why they had that is because they didn't have technology that would cl- that would deliver a clean end product, and now they do. Yeah, it's getting Clean better. Coal it's better. Is a perfect no, example no, no. of that. Forget coal. Coal is you horrible. Can't, you can't. And it's gone. Coal. It's over. No. You how can't. about how about clean natural gas? Which yeah. we we have so much clean natural gas, right. That it's unbelievable right, what but, we've but, got. But, I mean, can, we've got yeah. stockpiles of this. Well, right. And then what happens is you go out there, and then suddenly you want to get natural gas, and then you start fracking. And then suddenly all the lunatics come out and, and do their anti-fracking marches. Now, there are people who want to protect the environment, as did Teddy Roosevelt long ago, and that's a good thing. And, you know, all we need to do is you know, get rid of the but- crazy people. You know, the, the, the madman who's running this thing right now, you know, yeah, that's, 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 the, that's the anti-science person. Look, I know very well that if you knew that science said X, then you'd believe in X. Because you're not anti-science. You're just against things that are thrown out that don't mean anything that aren't backed up with with any proof. And I understand I'm the same way. Nobody wants to hear a bunch of things that aren't proven. But but on the other hand, the guy in the White House is a, a lunatic madman who knows nothing and has proven it day after day, week after this, week. This from a person who can come in, and this is what my argument with you, a lot of you folks on the left, is that you guys, again, you come out with these things, these statements, and then one question sinks you. Uh, so when you come in with this coffee thing you're telling me about, now I believe you when you say that coffee makes, you read something that said, you saw on MSNBC that some coffee makes me live longer, but then I asked you why and you couldn't tell me. Yeah, and so, by so, the way, so, 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 it wait, wait, might wait, wait, not wait. even be true. Right, but that's why, and then that's why you guys come in and all you do is use the, say the word Russia and you think that's going to keep propelling you into the great blue wave and it's not going to happen because you don't you can't explain any of it after that yeah by the way let's talk about that great blue wave just for a second before you do that though because we're sticking with the environment for a second this is the big this is the big misnomer who do you think in modern history and and i guess what do you call modern history what since the 50s I don't know. Tell who, me what you – let me hear who, your – Who do you think the greenest president in modern history was? Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll go with Teddy Roosevelt. No, it was yeah. Richard Nixon. Yeah, I'll go with Teddy Roosevelt. It was – How do you know? It was You're Richard, just talking. It was Richard, Richard Nixon was not a very nice person either, by the right, way. Exactly. Yeah. But who created the EPA? Yeah. Well, who's destroying the EPA? Well, the EPA yeah, has your run amok. guy is destroying right. the, the EPA. EPA has run so, amok. Yeah, run he's amok. unraveling. But but who created the EPA? Do you want to breathe? A Republican Do did. you want clean water? Hey, folks, did you know that that Richard Nixon created the the EPA? Okay. Did you know that it was a Republican? Do you know it was a Republican? If it weren't for Republicans, blacks wouldn't even be allowed to vote. I mean, you guys have no idea how topsy-turvy your view of the world is. All of those people that you're talking about who were Democrats who voted against black voting have become 
Republicans. We all know that. I mean, you know better. So, but look, here's the thing. You want to talk about the science of, of coffee. For years, people said, I the experts said. You're the one said, brought it up. No, I, I know. For, year, for years, for care. years, people said that coffee killed you. Now they say that coffee is like aspirin. It's the, 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 the new uh, secret drug that will save your life. Do you know what's true? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not claiming something, but I'll tell you what you're claiming. You're claiming a poll, which you know, first of all, may not be true. I will tell you, I will tell you that it's definitely by. not true. Everybody knows that Rasmussen is a fake deal, that right. it, is, it is cooked up, and I've been in politics for years, and I know about faking up those polls. I've seen people do it. And let me tell you, that Rasmussen poll is a fake because every other poll shows actually the opposite. And, and I'll go with Gallup, which has been around for, you know, ever. And, and Gallup says, which I heard you report yesterday incorrectly, that Gallup is showing 40% positive. I never mentioned fit, a Gallup poll Well, yesterday. no, but you had somebody on here who did. A, a very nice lady. I like Gia. But she was wrong what she said about, uh, about Gallup. Gallup is showing 40 to 55, essentially. It could be 41 to 54. It could be 40. It could be 39 to 56. But let's call it right now what it is, you know, 40 to 55. And, and, and that is where Donald resides at minus 15. Now, I'll tell you this. In November, we're going to find out the truth yes, on this. That, that's going to so be the, that, fun, the that, fun part. Absolutely. Because we can argue the polls night and day. Exactly. The, the answer is in November. Right. And, and, and you, neither you nor I, have any idea what that final number will be. We can guess, you know, how close it'll be. You mean, I, you mean this November? Yeah, this yeah. November. Yeah, you can, you, oh, you, yeah. You can get swamped. Oh, well, look, okay, you're just talking. I'm not just talking. You, look, you, will, be, you will be humiliated in November. Yeah. And, and I will sit here and tell you, and, and this is, again, not scientific and it's not proof, but I know this much, that Democrats are going to crawl to the polls in November. They're right. going to come out of the woodwork like you've never seen before, as Donald would say, and, and they are going to vote Big time because they cannot stand what's going on. And let me say and, this. And let me, I, yeah, wait, go wait, ahead. And let, and let sure. me, let me, because you can't don't filibuster well, on no, my radio I, it's show. It's fun, though. You do right. it. You did it for 20 minutes while I sat there in the window. You know why? Well, yeah, you know because why? it's enjoyable. No, no, it's because it's called Radio Free Almond. That's I know why. that. I understand. Go so ahead. This is, it's, it's not like I'm taking up I know. too much time no, on Radio Free not Almond. not at all. No, no. Go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> What? I'm listening. She whiz. Explain uh, to me. Here, here's the thing. You say the Democrats are going to come to the polls. Yes. Believe me, Republicans are going to swamp the polls, too. Yeah, I you know think why? they for, won't. For the exact same reason Democrats are. In the, well, I guess for the exact opposite reason Democrats are. Because we're happy with the way things are. We're loving it. We're addicted to winning. And we are addicted 
addicted to success and we're addicted to happy people and common sense and we're addicted to people expanding. We're addicted to discovery design, building more and more trucks every single day across the country. We're addicted to Santino's cigars and cocktails coming up with some brand new tequila drink because they can. And also, by the way, we're addicted to individuals who are now hiring people in droves. We're addicted to black unemployment numbers being the lowest they have been in modern history. We're addicted to a regulatory environment that is finally, finally taking the pillow off of our collective faces and we're prospering and people are buying things and buying boats and buying cars and manufacturing is coming back and we're addicted to all that. We like this. Yeah. So you should be thanking Barack Obama who brought all this to you in in the most powerful ways and then of course how did he, how then, did he bring then of this course to us? well all you have to do I don't is know. I'm all, not a scientist. yeah uh, no i know this cuz this is the kind of scientist i am i'm an economist okay, okay? okay good. and 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 what i can tell you is is that under barack obama a republican chairman of the federal reserve pushed the money supply through the roof starting in 2009 in order to fight back against the downside in that that terrible recession that we had and the the result of that was this enormous expansion in the value of assets in the United States for the last 9 years and during that time Donald happened to walk in and took advantage you know in terms of you know convincing people like you that that somehow he did something you know that's a there's a there's let's start with that lie all right he here, he, he was Let saying me. the other day just hang on one second and i'll you know seed it all back to you he said the other day that when he came into office that the country was in desperation economically and that he turned it around and the fact is, the country was growing exponentially and has continued to do so during his time. And we'll see what the result is, because you know what I think. You know I think that this is a Herbert Hoover crash that's coming. But in, in any event, Donald is not the guy. It was under Barack Obama that all of this started. All right. Since you're a scientist yes. and, and you work in uh, facts, right? Yeah. You only work in facts, well, not opinions, well, right? You, sure. You, you, you only – Social scientists, Empirical yes. data is what that, you're on. There about. you go. And by the way, let me, let me point out that the people at U-City yesterday claim – they claim you as their guy. They love you. They think that you're a brilliant person – which I've always said, you're a brilliant journalist, they, they think you're tremendous intellectually. So when you come in here and talk about your 2.6 and all that junk, no, the people at U-City say you're brilliant. So you can deny it, but go ahead. Well, I, w I was hoping you weren't going to mention that publicly because I'm in, I'm in the U-City Hall of Fame. That's and right. My biggest fear over the past four months is that somebody is going to try to remove me from the Hall of Fame they because love you. of my thing. They Whatever love happened. you. They love you. Oh, good. That's good yeah, to know. Yeah, they, they do. That, that was, that's very, that was the one thing I was hoping nobody 
reminded anybody of because I was afraid they were going to go back and try to strip me of my Hall of Fame status at U-City. We were all sitting around yesterday at U-City, uh, the superintendent, everybody, and we were talking about how great you are. All of us. Well, now, it's not that everybody agrees with every word that you say. That's not the point. The point is they think you're phenomenal. And you know what? That's nice anybody, that's, anybody that's looked at the 14 Emmys would know. It's 15. But. Oh, well, I, that's funny. I've been saying 15, and somebody told me it was only 14. Who so told you that? I forget who it was. But okay, good. I've been saying 15 myself. Anyway, so you're 15 Emmys. So look, the bottom line is uh, this, the stupidity of people, and some of them are on the left, unfortunately, Stacey Newman, a very yes. foolish lady. Uh, you know, there's no need for this thing. I mean, you, we, can, we can look at the facts and argue the facts. We don't have to just say, well, that guy's on the right, so okay. we don't like well, him. Okay. I want to I make sure, though, I double back on it because yeah, I, I appreciate your nice words. And, well, and they're so, all true. I, I only tell the truth. I do. I, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, given that you only tell the truth, and, and as you point out, you're a scientist, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're an economist. That too. And you only deal in empirical data, okay? Right. So uh, I'll play the journalist here. So after all you just said about how we have to thank that you didn't build that guy for everything, remember that you didn't build that speech. You didn't yeah, build that? No, but somebody else. But he didn't build happen. it either. Never, he I, didn't build I will, it. I will never forget. I know that was wait, good. Wait, wait. I, I will never. No, that's forget. right. Like you know, sometimes you know we have the we have the Mr. Gorbachev tear down that wall. We have the uh, soft bigotry of low expectations. We have the I have a dream speech. We have the ask not what uh, your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Then we have the you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen speech. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, but, no, but it's unbelievable that your guy's speech, you <laughs> took all those good ones, and your guy's answer to all of this is, I could shoot people on Fifth Avenue. So I'll take the guy who says that that you didn't build it. I'll take that one well, over shooting people on Fifth Avenue. But go ahead. He could shoot people on Fifth Avenue. He would like to. Here's the thing. I'm afraid right, let, he may let go, someday. Let me go back to. Let me go back to. Because you have, certainly I, put I, kids I, in cages. Go tell ahead. me. Oh come on. Yeah. Come on. We know the, he the has. Cage, the, the, he loves those kids in cages. Only, he wants those kids in cages. The only kids we've he is seen keeping in them in cages. <laughs> go ahead. The only kids we've seen in in uh, cages were from the Barack Obama era. I've heard that said. Yeah. Oh, uh, you, you not only heard it said, you've seen the pictures. You mean he, there, you mean there was a chain link fence? It's a little different than the cages he's got them well, in. Well, it certainly we wasn't know a the chain difference. link fence when, when, we know they the were, when they were claiming it was under Trump. We know the they didn't difference. They call it a chain link. Oh, that's just, it's funny. We were like, you know, that was during Obama saying, oh, okay, well, what, whatever. That's just a chain link fence. Yeah. The courts now, told him uh, okay. to give those kids back to their parents, and he won't give them back. He will not. He refuses. He wants to send those kids back to Central America by themselves because he hates <laughs> he kids. Send, he doesn't want to send them by he he hates life. He's they, anti-life. He's, he wants to create tent cities. To I'm pro-life. Them on. He's against life. <laughs> you are not pro-life. He's against life. Here's okay. Yeah, go I'm going back to what you were talking about earlier. Yes. All right. So you're a data guy, and you said this is all supposed to be credited to Obozo, right? So, do you, tell me one CEO 
the name, I want the name of one businessman who has told you since January of 2017 that Barack Obama is responsible for his prosperity. One businessman. Lloyd Blankfein. There you go. <laughs> Head of Goldman Sachs. I'm sorry. And look, it's not even... Wait, Goldman co- Sachs? Yeah. That's and, the, that's the, they're yeah. not, they're not yeah. an industry. They're not... Well, they're you not can say that. They, 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 let me tell you, they are they're one of the... They're a bunch of financiers. They, yes. And that drives the success of this country enormously. And let's not forget, you know, here we are coming up to one of your favorite days, July 4th. And I'm going to say this, even though I've got it's a lot of, of problems, got a lot of problems with the United States. But I will say this. We are the most powerful economic engine in the history of the world. We are a great country that has achieved greatness and will continue once we boot this moron out of here. Again, I'm just going by what his secretary of state said. He's a moron. And, and look, it was, it was not even Barack Obama who did what we're talking about. It was the Republican chairman of the Federal Reserve, Ben Bernanke, a Republican, who brilliantly came up with this, this strategy that has given us this tremendous economic Mark, success you, Mark, you over the last you, nine you, years. You, you, okay, first of all, you brought up Lloyd Blankfein. Yes. Who, by the way, you know the latest news about Lloyd Blankfein with Goldman Sachs, right? Well, He's defending President Trump regarding his border policy. Let me say this. Did you know that? It doesn't matter. Do you believe it? It doesn't matter. Lloyd because Blankfein. The, no, no. See, you're the one who asked me to tell you I did. one person who attributed the, the success to Barack Obama. Okay. But that so the point is everything else Lloyd Blankfein says doesn't necessarily have to be true. If Lloyd Blankfein <laughs> says coffee kills you, then I don't have to believe that. I don't believe anything Lloyd Blankfein says. Well, you anyway. see, come on. How do you know? Because you know what, you know who I believe? Yeah, I believe, believe the people I talk to every day who what do they know? are well, th- what do you mean? What do I they know? I talk to people every They're day the too. They don't know anything. <laughs> people walking. Did you ever hear this? That you, no one has ever gone broke underestimating the intelligence of the American oh, oh, people. Come on, Mark. No, that's a famous. You know what? I know, but yeah. But, but who? H. L. Mencken. H. L. Mencken. He's a crab. Okay. Okay. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, I love the guy, but he's a he's a crab okay. apple. And all, okay. and I and I love these American people running around that you're talking about who don't know anything. These are American but have all these opinions. But Mark, these are no, but but it's when you are when there is more money in your wallet when 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 you are a police officer who I know who by the time next year's taxes rolls around, he's going to have $3,000 more in his pocket for his family because of I the hope Trump so. tax cuts. I hope That's so. That's a big deal. I, ho- I hope and so. I, I, wait, 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 I don't wait, wait, think – yeah. let, me, let, me, yeah, let me keep – don't – I'm sorry. The, and and when, when I'm talking to people like Rick Pogue and Jerry Pogue, you're standing right next to the Discovery Design banner that we have here. Discovery Design – uh, you realize this is the second company that the Pogue family has started, and and uh, aside from Arrowhead Building Supply, and Discovery Design is it, this would never have happened. They would never have been able to expand the way they're expanding. They're putting all kinds of money back into their business now, and building trucks and doing all kinds of things for construction and for people who are hauling and everything else. 
And and this would ne- I mean I'm, I'm I'm they will tell you this would never have happened without the corporate tax cuts, without the regulatory problems that being lifted from them, and everything else. So those are real people. Those just start your HL yeah. making yeah. whatever they are. People. They have These other are regular they, people. They have other problems, financial problems coming down the line that unfortunately are are the other side of the coin that they don't see right now. But I want to I want to go away from that because I don't want to argue with their and, success. And let, let it's me, great. Can I tell you something else but how too? about I want to go to the cigar people? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Because I want to okay. go I want to go with you to that cigar lounge. Wait. Because I want to I want to smoke and I don't even smoke. I want to smoke some some Castro Cubans. Oh, okay. There, that's right. what I uh, uh, go ahead. Some Guatemalans. There, no, I want Castro. The uh, the Henry Davis who came in here a while back. By the way, he was just on. He was on with Diamond and Silk yesterday, okay. by the way. But Henry Davis was in here last week or a week and a half ago or whatever. And, and, and <laughs> Trish is wondering why you have to yell. I was wondering that, too. You're yelling. Do you know that? Did you, know you're, you know why? Because this is back when you were on WGNU. And you guys didn't have – you guys had this weird studio. Because <laughs> yeah. I was on with you. This is yeah. like back in 1990. Back in the day. Something. And uh, you you uh, you had the studio where you felt like you had to yell. Are that are you are you a hearing impaired person or you know I'm not making fun of you, hearing impaired people. I'm just are you hearing impaired or something like that? I'm just wondering. You sound like uh, there. It's up. I, I had like, it. I had it down. Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like Garrett Morris. I had it down. The, uh, yeah, that was the great. News for the heart of hearing. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So uh, the. Uh, Henry Davis was here a week and a half ago, and Henry said that on the street he is uh, he's hearing from people who are suddenly they have jobs. And he saw, and he told the story about how he saw somebody with a, with a nice car the other day. I said, "Where'd you get that?" And the and the person this is in in what he calls the hood, uh, where he uh, they basically have a job thanks to President Trump. There are people expanding. So you can talk to Frank Goldfarb or whatever the hell his name is. Or Lloyd Frank Steinstein. Yeah. And, and all you want. And, and, and But the fact of the matter is real, live, living people are finding a lot more money in their pockets and they're hiring and everything else. The, those are and, – and I'll take anecdotal evidence over uh, Barry Weintraub Feinstein – uh, Goldman Sachs telling me about what's yeah. going on. If I show you a chart of the unemployment level for the last hundred years in this country, you will be a little concerned to find out that every time unemployment has come down to this low level, every time in our history, it has preceded a major economic downturn. So, I mean, you can believe that or not believe it, but we'll find out. But so, that, so, so, I, well, I, I so it's actually a danger sign. Okay, right, but but you re- you have to realize that most of us have been listening to people like you tell us what was going to happen or what's going to happen uh, for a long time, and you've always been no, wrong. not very long, not very long at all. I mean, you you, you, you told you, us Hillary Clinton was going to be the next president of the United States. Yeah, well, you know something. She came very close, and she probably would have been if she'd have picked Bernie. That would have done it because those very sliver wins in in places like Wisconsin and Pennsylvania where Donald got less than 50% of the vote, I mean, we're going to find out in November 
where that is today. We will. And I think you're going to find out that you're going to be very, very unhappy over the result. Bite, bite. Oh, but, but I think, but look, but let me also say this. You and I, we have nothing to worry about. Not a thing. There is nothing that is going to hurt either one of us. No, really. And that's what I don't understand about what's being sold to the American people right now. Because real, we're not going to suffer. We're, I'm not going to suffer under Donald, and I'm not going to suffer under the next guy. Might be Mitt Romney, for all I know. And you're not going to either. Because, you know, we have our white privilege that we bring with us, and, and, and we are very successful in the United States of America on the, on the right and on the left. It doesn't matter what we think. The fact is we, are, we, we're, we just do our jobs well, and we make good money. And, and you know something? We're going to continue to do that. The question is, and, and this is what kills me, is that all these people who are out here saying, you know, what's this president going to do for me? No. Go back to John Kennedy. Ask not, right? Okay. That's Mark, the point. Okay, stop yeah. this. Do, no, it's, you, this that's is the point. Ridiculous. No. Nobody's asking President Trump for anything. Yes, they're all begging him. No, no yeah. not. Oh, please help me no, no, do no. better. No, well, you know what? Here's the thing. He can't help you. But, he can't help himself. But, but Kennedy, He's a though, failure. Uh, uh, but, but, Mark, Kennedy wasn't saying that. Uh, he, he, Kennedy would be a conservative by today's standards. Because uh, President Trump isn't doing anything necessarily for people in terms of handing them something. He's trying to release the suffocating regulatory constraints, suffocating revenue tax constraints on people. So if anything, it's President Trump actually getting out of the way, facilitating the government getting out of the way instead of doing anything for people. It's weird that you think that the government – Reducing taxes is some kind of welfare program, like and equating it with some kind of handout. That's yeah, not welfare what this for is. corporations. No, yes. it's not. Of course, it is. It, uh, then, 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 explain to the police officer I know, who's a relative of mine, who has, who wasn't necessarily a big Trump fan, but who now says that next year they're going to have three thousand dollars in their pockets. That's not. That's not a corporate welfare situation. So again, I'm, what I'm saying is, it's so weird for. For us to under like like it's and we have Republicans who fall into the same category where they think any kind of tax cut is taking revenue from the government. That's a weird, twisted, odd, bizarre way to look at things. And so, so this asks not what your country. I can't believe that you have compared believe it. President Trump to a, to, it. to a siphon. Yeah, that's uh, or, exactly. Or people who support him to siphons. Yeah. We're people who just want no. to be left alone. No, no, you, no, no. Don't say the people. You want to be left alone because you're like me, walking around, doing great. Henry everything's Davis fine. wants no, to be left look, alone. I, no, I heard, I heard, well, he, he, that's oh, by the he way, wants a job. By the way, yeah, did you, which did, is no, good. no, 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 no. By the way, yeah. do you know Henry Davis has a job? Good. Henry Davis has a job. Excellent. You know who hired him? Who's that? Well, okay, see? Discovery Design well, and right. Arrowhead Building Supply and, and you know, hired like, Henry Davis. I, I, I believe in the success of Discovery Design. I don't believe that the government has done anything to help Discovery Design. I think they have helped themselves because of their 
they're being smart. Their well, I, listen, ability I, I to have, figure things out. I have no doubt in my mind, and I've told Rick Pogue and Jerry Pogue this, uh, that their business and the business of their friends uh, did indeed thrive in spite of Barack Obama, not See, because of that. him, and are thriving now even further because President Trump has facilitated the uh, – the, has taken the pillow off of their collective faces, as they say, and the suffocation has ended. I'm yeah. going to get out of here for a and second. And he took that, that pillow and he put it on the face of NATO trying to destroy our foreign policy, but we'll see. Take a pillow over your face. I want to do all the things your lungs do so well I'm gonna bed into you Like a cat bats into a beam Turn you inside out And lick you like a crisp packet here because I'm trying not to get caught by the algorithm police. I didn't. I figured I didn't, couldn't let this one go too much further before the they came out. Depends on what you actually play, I think. But I don't know why. Unless they're just uh, they're just they're confounded by the complicated rhythms of Alt J. I don't know. So I'm going to kind of pop out of here a little bit. Hey, by the way, tomorrow, just to give you an update, uh, uh, tomorrow, which is uh, Mark Hasen's worst nightmare, which is Independence Day, uh, we're not going to be streaming. I might Facebook if I – and I'm going to try to get up and Facebook from the pool, I think. My pool this time for a little bit, but I'm, I'm going to – I'm not going to be here. Forgive it, look at everybody the day off. By the way, you know what my favorite movie is this for this holiday? It What's really that, is. Mark? You may like it. Shawshank Yan- Redemption. Yankee Doodle Dandy. <laughs> James Cagney. James Cagney. I mean, you know, there's a, a guy who loved America, right? Oh, yeah, he loved it, of course. Yeah. And who was he talking to in that movie? Do you remember? Ah, my Yankee. I don't know who 
he's talking to. No, he was telling the I don't story. Even watch Yankee that, Doodle. That Dan. movie, the story was he was telling was he was telling to Franklin Roosevelt. So I just oh really know, yeah yeah. Well, let me ask you this though, really quickly though, because uh, I do you do you really watch Yankee Doodle Doodle Dandy on? You know, July I've, 4th. I've watched you hate it. I've July watched Fourth. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't hate the United States either. Um, I hate things that we have done to hurt people over many years. Like but, but, but no, I, 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 in fact, it's the opposite. I love the country. I really do. Yeah. Uh, just unfortunately, we, we've, we've done things that are, that are not right. Okay. But, I, I, okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get into a, yeah. a slavery, Native American. No, I didn't. Bull crap I wasn't even going to, I don't even have now. to start there. Okay. There's, I'm not, the, now it's not going to be the time to talk about all the, Talk about the Supreme Court. Happen. Yeah, we will. I, yeah. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but into, you, speaking of uh, Cagney movies, though, have you ever seen uh, White Heat? Oh, Top of the World. Top get of out the of here. World. I love that movie. <laughs> Come on. I know the movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, by the, and by the way, let me, let me it's tell funny you. How you said, I know the movies. Yeah, as no, if I, you don't I do. know about other stuff. Well, there are other things movies I don't know. Movies I know about. Yeah, there are other th- things I don't know. I, I studied. Uh, film at UCLA. That was one of the things I studied yeah. there. But because they had one of the greatest film departments. But I will tell you that that actually Marcus Theaters, right? Yeah, you know, you know yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're they're gonna be in business with us. Up Are they there. gonna support oh, the show? And absolutely, oh, perfect. Absolutely, love those guys. Yeah. I love their theaters. Yeah. Right? So we need to do that. And the uh, uh, let's see, like uh, all the movies. Oh, Mildred Pierce. Sure. Watching Mildred Pierce. Sure. Anyway, Joan um, uh, what, Crawford. Yeah, what are you guys going to do here, buddy? Because listen, this 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 restaurant confrontation thing that you all are are doing. Is well, that's stupid, ridiculous. You and I agree on that, and, and Maxine Waters is ridiculous. But but and, here's what happened: she's though. not the okay. face of the Democratic Party. But go ahead. Yes, she is. Okay. Well, you would hope so, but well, who who is the face of the Democratic Party? <sighs> who might it be? I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you. Uh, Ocasio Cortez will will <laughs> likely that? will likely be the face of the the, the Democratic Party oh, in the sure. future. Okay, I'll look out for I'll keep no, an she, eye out for Ocasio Cortez. She's the that lady who won oh. in in um oh, uh, the New in York New York lefty uh, that tw- that twenty that twenty eight year old yeah. brilliant young woman and and you know I wondered where she came from too and then when I heard her tell her story i found out that she actually in her very very young days worked for ted kennedy and that's where she learned what she yeah. has become she, yeah what how to drown her girlfriend in a creek stop it come on she, i hope she didn't learn how to drive yeah. from ted kennedy <laughs> he certainly didn't drive well no yeah that's, uh, so yeah. but let me ask you this though. sure uh because you the, the one thing that is true about that race in new york is that it that Democrat who lost the incumbent who lost had the same disease that Republicans who have lost had, and that is abject laziness and they're swamp creatures. And so you guys on your side have your own swamp creatures. This guy was a swamp creature and she took advantage of that. So keep in mind as irascible and as impatient as some people in the Democratic Party are, so much so that they'll throw swamp people out, we are exactly the same way, which is why we will 
flock to the polls in November. We're going to find out on that. I'll, I'll say this about the swamp. There is no swamp. Government is your friend. Government, you should be hugging government. <laughs> because I'll tell you this, and you know, Donald can jump up and down and say he's the greatest president, and all this craziness. But the truth is, is that Franklin Roosevelt was one of the greatest presidents, certainly saved us from the Great Depression and, and helped us to be saved. And, and the truth is, is it that- It was the best help taxpayer dollars could buy. Yeah, I'll tell you this. He saved, even today, millions and millions of Americans that have things now in this country that they didn't have and would never have have had. Right, yeah, it's like Social Security. Yeah, well, like Social Security is certainly one, but I'll give you a better one. You tell me that you don't like this. When you go to the bank and you put your money in the bank, is your money safe? Um, I'm assuming it is. Why? Uh, I don't know. Well, okay, because the FDIC protects you. The banks, their money, the, when we put our money there, which they're holding for us, that money is, is protected. It's guaranteed. If you have an account less than $250,000, which people, what they do is they open like you know, many accounts with 250000 in each, they are all protected by the government. Now, we, it could, was, it was we Alex- could go back to where we used hold on, to be. Hold on, hold on. It was Alexander Hamilton's one good idea. Alexander Hamilton did and, a lot. And, and his, and, Great guy. No, no, no. But you know his other but, – but he had one really bad idea. Yeah, what's you that? You know what that bad idea was? What's that? To shoot the gun up in the air yeah. and still ride it and still, that, ride, and still that, let Aaron Burr. That did him, did him in. That's, what, that's, what, that's because Alexander Dad. Hamilton was the Mitt Romney of duels. He, he just was it pansy about things. That, and, was very, that wasn't smart, I'll tell you that. No. Yeah, and when we talk about how horrible this country is today, which we should not because it isn't really, um, we should remember that all the way back, the vice, the vice president of the United States killed the secretary of the treasury. So it's okay. – I mean this country uh, okay. you, has got you, a history. You, right, I get it. Yeah. Um, so – Here's the thing, and and, and you, we and since we're on Social Security, you realize it's Social Security. You know what Social Security is, right? I know it very Do well. You know what sure. the SSI is? Yeah. What What about it? It's the it's the supplemental security income. Supplemental security income. And I say it should be an insurance policy. But it's supposed to be supplemental no, no, security Don't tell income. me what it's supposed to be. People think a lot of things it's when they start to be these the things. way you make a living. Well, I'll tell you this. Old people in this country would be desperate and would be eating dog food if not for Social Security. Now, you, know what, you know what would help yeah, them a lot? Sure. A bank. Yeah. And, and you know what would help them even more is for the government to have them keep whatever it was taking for Social Security and let them have that money and take it to your world-renowned, lovely bank that you love so much. Yeah, and then they'd be possibly – if they make the wrong decisions, broke. And, and we don't want that. Do we don't want to step okay. over dead people in the street. Do you have a street. bumper sticker on your car that says, have you hugged your government today? Uh, I, don't use, I don't use bumper stickers on my Lexus, but I will say this. Uh, I love the government because okay. they have created – We get that. They have created this, this playing field, this <laughs> fair playing field where they umpire for us and, and they help us to do the things – that Discovery Design is able to do, and that, that I am able from to the do. Constitution, and or are you just you trying to remember and, what was in there? You know something? 
Do you know what's in the Constitution? Yes, I do. How about the emoluments clause? Do you know about okay, that? That's get, one okay. of the reasons that right. he's going to jail. He's not going to jail. Okay, okay listen ahead. to this. Uh, so Scott Pruitt is there in a restaurant, and he's uh, sitting there minding his own business. Jail. When some hag and her two-year-old toddler <laughs> shows up yeah. and decides that she's just going to yell at this person because in her view, she had to say something. And, and, then, and then she claimed, because she's holding a baby, that she, she, she's doing it on behalf of her child. Okay, so it's ignorant. I mean, this, this it's is... It's ignorant. Listen to this. I mean, he, Pruitt is, Shh, is a crook. He's he's eating he's eating lunch and she walks up with this kid in her hand and she decides that this is going to be the next blue wave. I'm going to just confront people in a restaurant and berate them with my kid in in my in my arms and because because that's because I feel a certain way. It's wrong. But, right, exactly. But this is going to kill you guys no, in November. No, it's not going to kill this anybody. This kind of activity Look, what you guys are doing is no. you're you're driving yourselves into the ground. Not that I'm going to give you want to give Your you any free advice. Your people do it. My people do it. It's it's okay, it, it's when, not when when have we it's done not, that? It's not well, I mean you you guys kill people at uh, at uh, abortion clinics. I mean, we don't look, kill people at abortion. Sure, clinics. you do, but not you. But I mean, there are people on your side that do it. Look, there are dumb things that all people do, and I don't have to support every dumb thing that's done okay. just because they agree with me on something. All right. Do you agree with the congressman? His name is Sean Patrick Maloney. Okay, he's no. Cortez, Cortez, I know that, or whatever her name Oca- is. Ocasio Cortez. Ocasio Cortez. <laughs> You're gonna uh, get to know that she may be president. <laughs> oh yes, <yeah. laughs> someday. Yeah, right. Once she takes, what, she's going to have she, to be old, older than thirty-five. But once she takes the handkerchief off of her face, so that we can see, she her. doesn't do that. Come on, she. Yeah, none of that. She doesn't. She, nah, uh, uh-uh. she's a Ted Kennedy. True, brilliant thinking political person who just won a tremendous race. So, so I imagine at her inauguration party, they'll only be drinking Molotov cocktails. It'll be <laughs> fantastic. You know, let's put it this way: if she's if she wins the presidency in twenty years, there's no way. If she wins it in twenty years, uh, the only bad thing about it is, is you and I may be sitting in a nursing home somewhere yeah, <laughs> talking the, about the, the, it. The, 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 but, no, no, no. Here's the here's the here's yeah. the problem that you have. Go ahead. And and this is a situation where you're going to need to get used to this. The 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 United States as you all knew it during Obama's era is forever changed and will never be the same country that you all tried to force on us. And, I think and part, you're wrong, and, and part, of course. And part of the problem was is you guys overplayed your hand, and that always happens in, in – in, and, and that's – And that's true. Everybody uh, does that. Right. They do. And you guys, I think, have in this case. But well, no, wait, wait, but, wait, but everybody finish. does let it. Let me finish. You're right. Because – no, because in the past, we've had people like McCain and Romney who underplay their hands and were lazy and are losers. And so they, they let Obama own them. But again, it was hard to beat a guy like Obama because – 
he was just for the time and after a, for a war torn country and a fatigued country. Uh, there was very little chance that that anybody was going to defeat Barack Obama in two thousand eight. Well, was forget Obama. So, forget okay, hold, Obama. Uh, hold on. Well, I dump, dump him. I, me, I wasn't for him anyway. Here, but okay, here, go ahead. But but here's here's the, here's the deal. Uh, you guys overplayed your hands, and and Republicans did too. And thank God, thank God. That President Trump came along, jail, and, and I knew that the world would change. Now it's even getting worse for you guys because not only are people prospering to the point where you're, it's pissing off people like Maxine Waters who has to get out there and confront people and, and gasoline stations. By the way, okay, foolish I've yet, lady, I've yet foolish to be lady, confronted by anybody at a gasoline okay. station, and that never she's will a, happen. She's Let a foolish finish. lady. Then, then, then you have this one chick. Who's who's uh, confronting Pruitt in a in a restaurant? Then you have all these other people popping into restaurants and 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 and, uh, and 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 yelling at people and everything else. And and now it's gotten even. It's going to be even more nightmarish because by the end of President Trump's perhaps first term, you're going to have a Supreme Court that's six to three. Oh come on, you're dreaming. Conservative look. First, first, I can't tell you how this is going to turn out because I don't know what the Democrats are going to do. But if they're smart, as I texted to you the other day, they will block any potential vote by shutting down the United States Senate, and they can do it. They can do that. They can shut down the United them. States Senate. That'll help. And, and look, I, I'll, I'll tell you, if you want to prevent the disaster that will will fall on you and all of us. You you should hope that that happens because I'll tell you this: all this talk about Roe versus Wade is stupidity. The Democrats need to stop talking about that. That is not the danger. That is not something that is going to cause us a problem. But there are some other problems, and when you're ready to talk about the Supreme Court, we can talk about that. That's fine. I, I, it's we're going to have a conservative Supreme Court by the time, uh, at the very least, by the time that President Trump's second term is over. Okay, the man It'll is the man's three. going to jail. So I mean, he's not even going to make it through the first term, and I do believe that. And I think and, and, I think Bob Mueller will will take care of that problem. They can't. You, you guys can't keep Ginsburg. Alive long yeah. enough well, that's, to, to, that's, to, to get past this whole thing. I know that Obama kept her in the attic, safe and sound for uh, yeah. psycho Hillary. Oh, stop calling but, her but, names. But but Hillary, but Hillary did not get elected, and now Ginsburg's going away, and then Breyer's going to be retiring any day now too. Not any day, but and, and by the way, did you know? Also, know this is how bad yeah. it's getting for you. Uh, by the way, Alito and Thomas are seventy years old, also. So seventy, yeah, seventy. Right. Seventy. Well, you years don't know old, how. Mark. I will. I don't know if do they drink coffee. Yes, I don't know. They drink coffee. They may, might, maybe they don't. I'm sure they do. But, oh, but wow. seventy years old is not not all right. But uh, you don't know, right? You know what else is even worse for you guys? Yeah. President Trump is more successful in his. First five hundred days oh, than Ronald Reagan was in his, and you know what happened when Ronald Reagan ran for reelection in nineteen eighty four? He won forty nine states. So the only question actually that remains right now is a question that was already asked by somebody at the American Spectator not too long ago: is who will be the next Mondale? Yeah, that's all you guys are having to decide. You can Who's dream. Who's going to be the next Mondale in twenty twenty? Okay. You can dream. 
me, about all of this. And, 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 and this is until November. You can say it. You can believe right. it. You can dream it. You can think all of these terrific things. But come November, right. we're going to find out right. which one of us is correct. Right. And and I'm sure Oguzo Gogagos is going to Ocasio Cortez is going to be the next. You know, she's phenomenal. I I've been in touch with them. I am begging them to come on the air with you. I really. Uh, yeah. I want her to. Oh, that'd to, be great. Yeah, and I know. Yeah, because you know you're a journalist. <laughs> here, here is here, but but here is how you guys are. Um, uh, here's how you guys are pushing things. This is a, a Democratic congressman named Sean Patrick Mahoney. Yeah, I'm sorry, Maloney. And here is now he's. What do you think he's occupying himself with in terms of? Uh, 2018, 2020, and and what do you think that he's occupying with 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 the with the matters that are important to the American people? What do you think he's sitting in his office doing right now? Yeah. Well, first of all, one guy out of four thirty-five, but you'll have to tell me. All right. You want to hear what he was I'm doing listening. the other day? I'm listening. This was on June 28th. This is what he was doing the other day. Listen to this. This is this is. Uh, Sean Patrick Mahoney. Something I want to share with you. So you may not know this, but the taxpayers pay for basic things in a congressional office. So when constituents come, uh, you know, there's paper towels in the bathroom and there's hand sanitizer and there's a few things like a first aid kit if somebody needs a Band-Aid. And those uh, items are paid for as part of my office budget. But you know what we discovered? We, discover we discovered that feminine hygiene products cannot be covered. And we made the mistake of including those in our office purchases uh, recently, and I just got notified by the powers that be around here that I have to write a personal check uh, to cover feminine hygiene products uh, because they cannot be covered by the office budget. By the way, all sorts of members spend their office budgets on all kinds of crazy things, and you may have heard some of the scandals around that, but the one thing you cannot do, apparently, in the House of Representatives is treat women with the same respect and dignity as you treat other employees or other visitors, and so I'm right now going to write a check for $37 to uh, the House administration so that uh, so that we can actually provide those products uh, for the women who come to our office. Yeah. So first of all, he sounds correct. And secondly, and this is the thing I'm talking about, you can write that $37 check. I can write that $37 check. And so can he. But there, and so can he. But there are people all over this country who can't afford these things. And government is here to help those people until they can build themselves up so that they can write so, the $37 so, so, check. So, so for the woman who can't find a tampon, yeah, that's right. she can go then to Sean Patrick Maloney's that, office that, there you and go. receive the a, government. a, 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 a the tampon government. handout. The government. They, go, they, they should go to Planned Parenthood. And they should get all of the supplies and all of the, the, the birth control things they need. Everything that's necessary to help them to exist properly in a very advanced society that we live in where we want people here's your, to have, he, to have he, wealth he, here's and, your, and education. Here's your block of government cheese and, oh, here's a tampon. Mark, this guy, okay – this is this is the problem with the Democratic Party right now. But that's not this, Maxine Waters. That's, that but, guy's but, but trying to this help. This is another. No, he's not. He's okay. running. Actually, it just so happens that Sean Patrick Maloney is running in a primary against three women. 
And okay. He's, and, and, and he's losing. And so he's decided that he's going to float. He's going to, he's going to, tr- he's going to use a tampon as a life preserver and go out there and make a big ass deal about the fact that he was trying to get tampons for all these lovely ladies who visit his office and the big bad government isn't paying for his tampons. Now, you know what would really happen? What would be a great thing is for, and this is why you guys don't get it. You realize that, it, that if he really wanted to get the love from the women that he's trying to get by by riding on a tampon like the guy in in Doctor Strange Love wrote on a on a on a bomb, it, what he could have done is said, you know what, ladies, let me tell you something. I use my I mean, if, if he's going to do it at all, which this is, whole thing is ridiculous. I, I decided, guess what? I wasn't even going to utilize the government. It's high time that we took the Kennedy mantra, just like you like that, right? Mm-hmm. Ask not. What the government can do for you, but what you, your country can do for you, but you can do for your country. And I went out, and I didn't even bother with the whole thing. I just bought the tampons myself because I have the money. And you know what? He, he could have even been better. He said, I have white privilege. He could be just like Mark Kaysen. Yeah. He's I, not, I've got white yeah. privilege, and I went out. And, but instead, the guy goes on Twitter and, and causes this big kerfuffle over the fact that somehow the government's ripping him off and 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 not being good to women because it's not buying tampons for his congressional office. Yeah, we should do everything. That's imaginable. why you guys are going to lose. We should. Well, see, I don't think so. But but I will say this, and I do agree that I think that that the way we've used Roe versus Wade, I mean, I think that is a big problem. I think that pinning the entire Supreme Court on Roe versus Wade is is very problematic. I know you keep talking about how how it's such bad law. I don't think it is at all. But but I do but I do think this. I, I'm just I'm just quoting Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, no, no, I know what you're quoting, but let me I heard you say all that. But let me just It wasn't just me no, saying no, it. It's it's fact that no, she said it was bad law. Well, no. She Okay, you know who you're, you know who also you're, said you're it was over, bad law. You're overstating the what guy she who wrote said. the opinion. Said you're, it was. You're, yeah, Harry Blackman, Blackman. Harry Blackman did not. Okay, he wrote the opinion. Let me just say this: We're in an era where abortions are dropping. They've dropped in half over the last forty years, and because of 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 where the technology of birth control is and and hopefully if we would be you know more encouraging of you know sexual awareness and 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 fairness and decency i mean we would we would end all this abortion business because listen nobody and i mean nobody wakes up in the morning and says i hope that there are some abortions today nobody does that zero not one person out of the millions in the United States wakes up and says, I hope there's an abortion. But I'll tell you one thing that we, well, a lot of things that we need to worry about. We need to worry about, for example, um, in the United States today, if you, if you commit a, a murder, how long does it take for you? You know, I'm not even for the death penalty. I don't think you are either. But, but how long does it take for you to be executed? Uh, it takes a long time. Yeah, like maybe up to 20 years, okay? Yeah. In the 1950s, uh, we we executed the Rosenbergs in two years, and the guy that kidnapped uh, the Lindbergh baby, uh, that, that one happened in like six months. Do you want that? Do you want a country where we just go out and start killing people like that? Uh, because... 
I'll tell you, we, the president right now is talking about ending due process. He has said, we need to end due process for these immigrants. I want to tell you something. That is the scary, that is more scary right. to me uh, okay. you, than, you, you than just, any of this stuff just, about you've abortions. Just, you've just like stuffed 10 A lot. different things. There you go. One, whatever it is. I'm good was, at that. Okay. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. And I, by the way, I want to also let you know that, the, that Rand Paul, one of your people, wanted to chop Rand Paul up with an axe. Okay. So and is that okay? You've got of course waters, not. You've got lunatics in restaurants. Okay. And you've got this guy threatening to kill people, and you've got people shooting up ball games. And that's why that's we shouldn't. That's, be that's why we. Should, that's why we should take your guns. It's going to be your blue wave. Here's the deal. When you talked about ending due process, that actually is factually incorrect. I heard him say it. No, I heard the words. He, he, no. Here, here is what. In fact, what he was doing was suggesting that there be. Tent cities set up for 12,000 illegal immigrants concentration and their families. Camps. These are not concentration camps. Concentration camps. I hate and, to laugh, and, but and, and, only, and only you can is, get me to tr- laugh at the words it, concentration camps. I hate to say it. It is the truth. It's not, okay, will and, you let and, me finish for okay, a second go here, ahead. please? Go ahead. Uh, so, no, because what's happening with catch and release that, that Obozo loved to do uh, and that is you, you catch him and then you let them wander out into the hinterlands unprotected. They have we don't have no to do ties that. to 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 uh, to any income at all. I've heard this. And, you and, said it. I agree. Ho- ho- okay, hang I on. agree with okay, you. Hang on. So I'm trying to at this point then convince you that this idea that the president wanted to end due process. In fact, he actually wanted to speed up process. Uh, for these individuals, and and again, you know, I I, I will argue uh, as the day is long. If you commit a crime here uh, by crossing the border illegally, that's a crime, and uh, you can argue with the immigration laws all you want, but that's a crime, and you've committed a crime. And when you commit a crime, you should not be allowed to become a citizen here. That's the bottom line. But at the same time, I know that we have a bunch of people who are here, and therefore. Let's process them and do whatever needs to be done to either uh, figure out what to do, how to how to conduct things. I'm I'm not quite sure. I'm I'm completely against uh, trying to make things work for people who have been here and who have families and jobs and all that kind of stuff because I really think it's an it's a humanity issue. Well, sure. I think it's inhumane to allow people to be here untethered by anything but a paycheck. It's wrong, it's not humane, and it's not America. Okay, but so what wait. President Trump okay. is suggesting with the tent cities is instead of catching and releasing and throwing them out into nowhere's will, uh, we are in a situation where uh, he wants to have these concentrated areas, okay? Not concentration I was going to say, I heard. Concentrated I, was, areas. I thought I was hearing the word. Go ahead. No, okay. Will, and, and, and where where they await their court dates and their and to be processed. That's how. That's what he wants to do, which is far more humane can than put catching an, somebody you and can just put releasing ankle, them into the wild. You could put ankle bracelets on them. And, oh, that'll and, go and, over well. No, you could do that. And they no a lot oh, of a lot of civil libertarians are saying that. Yeah, wait, you wait, put wait. the bracelets on them. Right. Oh, sure. and let and let them go, right. and, they, and and then they'll have to show up. Well, how for, soon for their due process, right. Mark, Before Mark, judges. How, okay, right. Judges. Be honest with me, okay. Yeah. The the government decides that they're going to put bracelets on these people, sure. or, or 
or you said ankle monitors, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, how soon will that transfer for you into the Star of David? No, come on. Yes, they, it no, will. No, no, yeah, no. Because you know that, look, that's what they'll they, say. No, because you guys take no, every opportunity no. to compare something to the concentration camps and the Holocaust. And believe me, we one want suggestion. The, okay. what, Mark, be honest. If President Trump suggested that we put bracelets on people once they come over here and wander them out, how and, soon before send, we see old pictures of somebody yeah. with the with the with the Star of David on their on and their send them prison out, suit and send them out into society with their children. And, and protect them and help them and, and take care of them and make sure that they don't have any problems during the time while they're applying for asylum, which, by the way, don't forget that Donald is trying to end all that asylum business, too. Asylum he for is, what? Yeah, okay. Just because you don't have a job doesn't no, mean you can come, seek no, asylum. They come from countries where their, their kids are murdered, their, their, their daughters are raped. They they are they are kidnapped. And who's, by the way, who's raping their daughters? The the MS thirteen people who don't come to the United oh, okay. States. You mean you because mean the there ones? are only there are only two hundred that have ever been found to have shown up in the Wait United States. Wait a minute. Two okay. hundred. Donald says okay. that there are millions. Let go me on. let me yeah. let me let me. Uh, you've just wandered into my web here. There you go. Uh, it's interesting how you say that these people. When, when, I remember when President Trump said that some of these people in the southern hemisphere, the southern reaches of our world, are rapists and no. murders and criminals, uh-uh. right? They're not. And, and, and now, he, wait, wait, he does well, say okay, that. So, so then They're not. Okay, so then who That's is That's the raping? whole point. Okay, Mark, who's raping the, the people, daughters? The people in their countries. Right. The rapists aren't the coming people, here. The, the, the rapists are there. The, the rapists are staying there. I mean, the people President Trump called animals? Yeah. You Well, first of all, because he, no, because he believes that immigrants are animals. That is true. That is what he described. And then he said, oh, it was a joke. All right. So, Everything so, he so, says so Mark, is a joke. So Mark, you're saying then the ha, rapists, ha. the rapists are the only ones staying there, then, right? Well, I'll tell you this: they've they've documented 200 out of all of these millions that we've got here, 12 million. They've documented 200 that had anything to do with MS-13. Right. And, but you and, just and, said and, you and, just said yeah. that the that the reason why we have people flocking over the border is because is because of murder in their countries. Them. In their country. And murdering them. Yeah, right? in their country. And, so, and so, the, so the rapers and the murderers are saying, we'll just stay put down here and, and be rapists and murderers. You guys go ahead on to, uh, to the United States. I'll of tell you this. So you're saying you're the saying. The people that- who come here have the lowest crime rate of any group in the entire United States. And Donald says the opposite, which I can show you. The research, it is absolutely false. Everything he says is there, made there up. Are, there, are, I, I will ha- I, there is no question that there are some very nice people who have come across the border as illegal aliens. I, 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 there's no question about it. I'm sure many of them are hardworking people, and many of them really are ultimately just looking for – uh, some relief, economic relief, but that, but but there are a lot of people like that around the world, and they go through a process, and they go through an immigration process. And if we're going to change anything, let's change the speed with which we give people citizenship, and 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 make that happen. But just simply teaming across a border and then claiming that you're seeking asylum from rapists, who I was. I thought that that was the whole problem is that President Trump called Mexicans rapists. 
Yeah. And because, now you're, because, and now you're no, saying he, that they're leaving because they're being raped. He calls the immigrants rapists, and we know that those people are harmed there. But l- let me go to something else that you're talking about here. You know, these people who come here, let's talk about the so Syrian American so only, Medical Society. Okay, okay, only the Tens ni- of right, thousands Mark, of Syrians okay, who are medical people living in this country yeah. saving our lives. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now you're going on to Syria. I want to go back to. To, so, so you're saying that I'm saying immigrants are wonderful. So, so, but, so you're saying it's amazing. So all the killers and the rapists, though, they stay there. Are remaining back. back they stay back there. home. Okay. That, the the numbers tell us that's where they're staying. They're right. staying home because there they're they're wealthy, and here they'll end up in jail. So they they stay there. The people who come here are the people who want freedom and security. And a job, right? And a decent life, right. Who because they want know that? they well. And you know what? We could help them by doing exactly what you say. We could change those laws so that we allow those people to come in here. Just process them right over the border. Get them in here, and and you know you and you haven't heard this anywhere but from me. If we send the Peace Corps down to the border, and we set up immigrant schools to help them so that they can learn what they need to know to to assimilate into this country, I got to tell you, we would be in tremendous shape, safe, and our immigrant population would be welcomed and treated wonderfully instead of what we're doing. And by the way, in case you think I'm crazy, the Australians do that for the immigrants who come over to their country from China, right, and it works, and 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 all those, and then and so everybody that remains then in South America, Mexico, will just all be a bunch of rapists raping each other. Then and, whatever and, they and do, it's not our other. problem, There's, is it? Then none of those. What are we going to do about it? Up here, what are we going to do reason? about it? Well, they don't come here. I mean, the numbers yeah, they do come. The here. numbers show that that we have so little crime. From immigrants, ask the family. The cr- that, it doesn't matter. No, you can ask find the family one person. The, ask one the family person the who got hit. Immigrant up there, yeah. uh, beheaded person in yeah. Virginia that was uh, killed by the yeah. US-13. One person Again, that gets hit in a car accident, and everybody starts saying, "Oh, the right. immigrants Mark, are getting us." Mark, here's here's the yeah. problem. Uh, I think that in in terms of being able to uh, help people here, uh, you're saying that that you you're. How far will that go? How how far will a liberal person uh, be in terms of allowing something to be set up at the border where we teach them English before they come in here? I mean, we're in a country now where you have you you, you everything is in bilingual language. We, there's no incentive at all to to learn English in this country. There's the, you, you, you can, I'm, and I'm not one of those guys who gets menaced by having to press one for English, press two for span, whatever. Yeah, really. But what I'm saying is there's, there's really never been any incentive. Uh, unlike well, sure there when is. Germans came here and Italians came here. No, there's an incentive. Look, my, my grandparents, they, when they came here, I mean, they came from Russia. And when I was a kid, my grandparents used to speak to each other in Yiddish. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, that didn't stop us all from learning English. It didn't stop us from becoming college graduates and scholars and all the rest. So there's no reason why the first generations can't come over here and speak some of their language and have some of their culture involved because ultimately they assimilate into our country and they become like me and you because our families 
We're immigrants. Do it legally. Well, but if you make it illegal for them to come, then of course, then everybody says, oh, well, it's illegal. No, it's make that, it we're legal. Not making it make illegal it, for yeah, people well, to come well, here. Well, sure, th- that, that's part of the law that Donald is trying to get passed that the Democrats oppose, which is he wants to limit legal immigration. Look at the law. But, but, he that's, is, but he, that's that is okay. what he wants. But no, I say it's uh, okay. You so that's your opinion. But, 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 that's no, fine. No, no, it's, it's I'm only saying my opinion. It, we it, want it, more of those people. I want only, to increase right, the numbers. But, but it's 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 not only my opinion. It's also Congress's opinion. They have given, and, and it was just reaffirmed. By the Supreme Court, uh, that that the president has broad powers to that's determine different who comes here. That, that's and who different than what here. we're talking about. We're talking about making it legal for everybody to come across those borders, make those borders porous. <laughs> no, make them porous. But you can't do that. Get it's rid not of the fences. Well, I'll tell you this: that new guy in Mexico is going to tell Donald where to stuff it oh, all. Right. Well, we can, and, well, and, and, and he, you mean, you mean the new guy? Because if is, he's not careful, he might find himself removed like you, you mean, because he's going to tell Donald, you know. You mean the new guy in Mexico who is overseeing uh, immigration laws in Mexico that mandate that if you are coming to Mexico as an immigrant, you must prove that you have a job, prove that you have an income, prove that you can help Mexico, the country itself. We, That's Mexico. We can, I told you what. Always, I, you I told to you what. Us, I want to do what Australia does. I want to do Australia. I don't want to do Mexico. I don't like what Mexico's doing. Well, I well, want Australia. Apparently, apparently, Mexico is the gold standard for you because you're just well, come quoting on. the new president. No, the, the new president who's going to tell Donald to take that wall and stuff it. Right. It's, not, it's not responsible to have open borders. The, the, Why not? I, because, uh, okay. Can, Actually, can, there, there's no. tremendous research that, that, that supports the it's, idea it's not, that these immigrants grow, grow our country. Right. Right. And, and and improve then, our our then, economic right. okay, success. Mark, Mark, then speed up the process and get them legal here. Well, let's do That's it. That's the only thing. But but here's Donald the thing. says no. No no. You, okay. I say I agree You're with all you. Over the map here though. No, you, I no, agree no, with you. you. That's not. But 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 you're saying we have, should have open porous borders. Yes. That's not processing legal. No, immigrants. I want to process them properly. I want them to follow the law, but I want the law to be welcoming. Not to be something that that tortures and scares them. I don't want to. De- de- I don't want to deter them. I want to encourage them to join this great capitalist country where we can all build an economic success. Right. It's not. Which is job. what we've done. It's not the job of the U.S. government. Believe but we've me. done that. But, but, but Mark, it worked. You know what you're asking? You're asking for the government to treat non-citizens better than they treat. People in North St. Louis equally but, you treat know them equally Come on. because the Fourteenth Amendment says they have that right, right. to be treated do, do, equally. Do, do, do you know how this is another reason why you guys are going to just absolutely get humiliated in November? You realize that you all talk more passionately about the fortunes of non-citizens here than you do about blacks. Well, that's ridiculous. No, it's not. Now, come on. And look, everybody knows that I have spent 25 years deeply involved in the St. Louis black community fighting exactly the things that you're talking about. Maybe so I so I well, I can't speak for anybody else. Mark, Mark, listen to me. The the people you, you guys, Nancy Pelosi 
speaks more lovingly of MS-13 gang members than she does about some black in North St. Louis. Okay, well, we're going to replace her with Ocasio-Cortez, who is speaking exactly the way that I want to hear it. And, and here's the deal. If, if, you're gonna, if you're going to steal money from me and my paycheck and utilize it just to take care of people or whatever it is, uh, and I, I, I would rather have the choice of have a process. How about having a job processing center on Red Avenue? I don't want it down at the border and, and with non citizens. Why is it? But and, and here's again, I understand the conundrum we're in. But but in 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 the end, you realize you all get so fired up about people who don't even live here. No, and, and, both. and yet when it comes to people both. who are here, no, you're like ho hum. No, you're talking about somebody else. But let me say, let me say this. Let's let's say let's talk about Radio Free Almond. I mean, this is the perfect example. This has nothing to do with Donald. This is this is Jamie Almond going out and being the great entrepreneur that you can be, and I do believe that this network is going to be unbelievably successful. And I believe that it is the perfect example of what works in the United States. And, and the point is, I mean, if you bore people and you, you, you say stupid things and you talk like Maxine Waters and all, sure, you're going to make people crazy. But if you talk about how you're going to instill American values, the kind that, that came out of um, the, the Earl Warren Supreme Court over the last 60 years that have transformed this country in ways that you would never want to give back because I know you love freedom, and so do I, and so do all these people who are listening to you and watching on Facebook here. They want freedom. They do not want to be controlled by some crazy Russian and Donald Trump who is his lackey. Don't. You know what? You just did. You just made. You just tried to drag me and utilized my brand, Radio Free Almond, <laughs> to support your weird view of Donald Trump and Russia. And I'm rejecting you. But you love capitalism. Me into, but you love capitalism. Um, absolutely. And so do I. Now what? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, you and I know what to do. If the government takes a little extra tax out of us, what do we do? We go make some more money. Uh, listen. Mark, is, is that right or wrong? You're talking to the wrong person it's about the, that. No, 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 no but no, it's no, the no. truth because you the, do. But the government isn't supposed to take anything from me. No, they, the, the, the federal income tax, even uh, as a very outset, needs to be repealed. Repeal the 16th Amendment to the Constitution. That's the, one of the well, biggest things. Well, you could things. try that. And I hope the conservative – But it is an amendment. I hope okay. the conservative Supreme Court actually strikes down the 16th Amendment. While you guys are all talking about repealing the Second Amendment uh, and, and, and even the First, if you had your way. Oh, come you, on. You, you know better. You, you, and the you, Second Amendment, it's not repeal. It's just look at it correctly. But, you know. Well, we are looking at it correctly. Uh, but the 16th Amendment to the Constitution, and, and we can get into this, but I'm not going to get too far into it because everybody's heard me say this before already. The reality is uh, the 16th Amendment to the Constitution, the one calling for the federal income tax, is is absolutely outlandishly wrong. It was never – But it's the Constitution the founding, right, now. The founding fathers never well, intended Well, forget the founding happen. fathers. <laughs> no. I mean, what no. do they have to say? <laughs> they don't know about – listen, they don't know about having cell phones. Look here. See, this is this – is, 
the United States. You walk around with cell phones, you do business, you, you, you connect with people all over the United States, all over the world. I mean, that's what we do. We're entrepreneurs. We do not want government to tell us how to run our businesses, but we want government to protect people from falling down and, and, and being the people that we have to step over when we walk down the streets. We don't want a country like that. The government's it's not the job of the government. They're, they're, they're the worst equipped to help people. Well, I tell you, they've done they a terrific even, they, job. They can't even help people in they, a hurricane. They, they, I'll tell you what. No, that's because of Donald. But I'll tell you what no, they do. No, it's not. I'll tell you what they do. I'll say it again. They protect your money at the bank. When you put your money at the bank, <laughs> I get it, you Mark. know that right. your money is safe right. because it. of Franklin but, Delano Roosevelt. Right. And I know you don't want to give that back. No. Here's the thing. Don't sit there and tell me that the, the – the the way the reason that that you all all of you statists are brilliant is just look at the banks. I mean, that, it's that's, just one example. Uh, it, well, it, they protect you. They, no, they protect my money, uh, and I get it. It's insured, everything yeah. else. Uh, and, and and a bank is is a a is convenient because it allows you some ability to you know write checks and b- b- take. You know, well, so what are you talking about? So you agree? Kind of no, but but that's not a reason. That, but but that's not an example of of how great the government is. It's an uh, enormous it, government program. It, it, uh, okay, the banking system is one example. Where yeah, I guess if if we didn't have banks, I'd have I'd have it in my. In, in a shoebox. Well, that someplace. wouldn't be good. It it, yeah, why? Why wouldn't it? I mean, well, I'm, I'm, because, I'm getting some growing. But but here's the thing: uh, the, the 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 government's job. Uh, although we all want to be able to take care of people and and help people, but that's the job of our community institutions, our churches, each other. Your church can't protect your money in the bank. Okay, Give me a break. So, okay, this is, and we're not on the banking thing. You're talking yeah. about taking care of people and keeping yeah. them from, well, from let, falling. How, how about how about what the government did? The, one of the greatest success programs in the history of the United States that Donald's trying to tear apart at this very moment, which was the Marshall Plan in, in 1945, what we have done the last 73 years has been incredibly successful. The government has done great at stopping World War III. It, never in history have we reduced wars to the level that we've reduced it in the last 70 years, and Donald is trying to – he's going to go this weekend and start – Kim Jong-un? Yeah. I'm I mean, talking, come on. He wants to end NATO. He says he wants to end it. He says he's going to end it. He wants to pull out of the WTO. He doesn't even know what the WTO is. The world, the, both of those organizations have – uh, ill-served not only the world but also the United States. So why are we rich? President Trump. Why are we pre- rich? President Trump. Had, all President Trump has done, especially with the WTO, is talk about more fair trade and and he ending even know trade he, deals that are creating trade deficits. Trade and, deficits and while, don't hurt while us. These other people have trade surpluses. Trade deficits don't hurt us. Yes, they we're the do. reserve currency of the world. Money flows into this country that he it, doesn't Mark, even know but, about. But, but the, but because the fact, he's right. But the fact of the matter is there are businesses after businesses that have gone by the wayside because they've been thrown under the bus by globalist trade policies. It's very simple to see. I just explained earlier how these manufacturing yeah. companies have all been, bl- all been all been all been 
uh, erased from you know, our community. Buggy whip because, manufacturers. And, no, that's not true. You that's can't, exactly I, you heard what I said earlier about that whole thing, and, and that's not true. Uh, the, the, the fact of the matter is, uh, yes, if it's organic, it's one thing. And so we don't have buggies anymore. I understand that we have cars. If it's organic, that's one thing. But the government should never be in a position where it's actually competing against its own citizens. And through our trade policies with the, with and, and, and with the cooperation of Republicans and Democrats, with the WTO, we have, we have thrown Americans under the bus. That's why President Trump is brilliant, and that's why he's going to be reelected again in 2020. That's why the blue wave is nothing but a puddle of pee, and you, and and that's why uh, in the midterms you guys are going to get swamped too. Robotics. On top of that, robotics. Native, right, exactly. That but, but, the government had to do the investing in the research in in all of that to get us to the point where we are today. Mark, the reason the why government spends. Trillions of do you realize, dollars. Do you realize robotics was a big thing in China and Japan 25 years ago when all of our Republicans, some of them who were still in office there and Democrats, were all busy making deals with corporations, international corporations, to make trade deals with these people and throw all the American workers under the bus. Now, on NATO, on the other hand, is another story. These countries are not – Pulling their fair share, their freight. No, we don't want them to, to spend their money. Expenditures. We don't want them to spend yes, their money we on do. that. And no, you know, no, they need to save their money. They need to spend it on on all the peaceful kinds of things, and let the United States take control. Which that gives us tremendous control. That's why we do it. We've done it for seventy years because it puts us in the driver's seat. We run the world economy. Donald is trying to seed it. Back to his his master in Russia. That's what's Mark, going you on here. Like you, uh, honestly, you you now you have you've gone off the deep end. That that's just absolutely. There's zero truth to that. Uh, we'll well find out. Trump, well, you realize how great it was when President Trump went over to Poland and gave that wonderful speech. The Polish people love him because they are freedom loving individuals who appreciate self-sustaining, their own self-sustaining economy, and they, while they appreciate the help, they are more than happy to also support uh, their own military and spend their money on their... There's no reason why the United States ought to be sp- uh, beefing up the militaries of foreign countries when they're not doing it. They don't have the decency to do it themselves. That's all the president was asking. Them no, to no, but that's it's way pull, too pull much. Their own fair it's, share. It's, it's destroying the, the world order that the United States put into effect which gives us control of the entire planet. That's the idea, to, to allow we don't want us. control the well, entire you know, planet. You know something? Uh, <laughs> you better have control of the planet because otherwise you're going back to where we were when we ended up in World War I, and that's exactly what we don't want, is all these different nations wanting to support themselves and fighting against each other when the United States I, I, turned I, around and, there, and, and, Mark, and said no to the League of Nations. Mark, there's, there's, Come on. There's, there's not a chance in hell of any world war breaking out. The president has done wonders in terms of <laughs> meeting with North Korea, which oh, was please. the hottest one, threatening us. You know he's lying. Else. He's not lying. The Mark. United States government okay. says he's lying. Oh, oh right. You mean it's, the U.S. intelligence community yes, with, with, with yes. showed us a picture that, that we can't decipher? They, they say – Listen, whether we can decipher it, you and I, is different. They say they know, and I'll tell you something else. I believe this guy is very smart, Kim, and he is definitely going to keep those nuclear weapons. And you know something? 
he's not going to hurt us either you because he's never going to launch one. Right. And we're wasting our time. No, Pompeo is down there at the, at the uh, DMZ, and, and uh, so is our ambassador. And th- listen, this idea somehow that we're, we're in, the, in the – everything for you guys is, a, is this uh, catastrophic wet dream that you guys keep on dumping on us. This idea somehow that the economy is going to suddenly tank and, and, and this idea that, you know, uh, in every single economic uh, decade where there's been low unemployment, it's precipitated. It's, well, it's, that's right. It's begun. It's, it's Absolutely. the start of a, of a Economic catastrophe. Yeah, it's like, you also oh, baloney. You also have to add the yield curve into that. We're not going to discuss no, that we're today. Not, we're but, not. But I'm d- just telling you. The yield no, no. Curve. I'm just telling you though. But the, the numbers are all there, and okay. everybody knows it is. Well, you. By guys- the way, how does South Korea become the great country economically that they are? Because who we, who gave them money? Because, who invested well, we, in them? We protected them. We the invested North, the South Koreans in them. Love us, but we also needed them strategically, which is why but we're that's we're my there. point. Well, there you go. We don't NATO. Need, everybody, but, you know, the what? whole thing. Yes, right. you're believe, correct. Believe me, it doesn't matter what we do. We're always going to be the in case of fire break glass country. And you know what? Hopefully. When we're needed, Hopefully. we're going to be there. Hopefully. Right? When we're needed, we're going to be there. Yeah. Believe me, we've been there before. And you know what? That's right. You, you, you could see the graves of people over in Normandy that show that we, I we, agree we've with always you, Jamie. been reliable. And okay. the president always is going to make the us argument. reliable. No. Wait, no this, guy is, this guy is shutting out no, the entire not, world, and they hate him. He's, tr- he's, trying, he's trying to get us back to a situation where there's a level level playing field where we're not we're the already ones great who are constantly just simply opening up our treasury what's the difference for everybody and their mother it's what's not going di- to happen what's anymore. the difference All right. our country is it's- so successful why would we want to change what works okay well if our country is so successful then I, I wish you would go out and tell everybody uh as we head into the midterms that our country is so successful because you apparently believe what 48% of Americans believe in the Rasmussen poll. Yeah, that Obama and, has and, saved us, no, right. That, that the country is successful and, and the president is to you be know credited is, for that. Well, we'll see in November which group is believed. You just believed. said the country is successful. It is successful. Right, so and I don't I'm know talking, what you guys are complaining about. I'm talking about. about 75 years coming from Franklin Roosevelt. Right. You but know that. You just, you just said yes. the country is successful. Yes, because of Ben Bernanke and the Federal Reserve okay. and, and because of the policies that came out of Franklin Roosevelt. Yes. Right, okay. This, and the country will continue to be so, successful so, so, under that direction. So, so we'll make sure we all go in November and vote for Franklin Roosevelt. That'll, that'll get you. That's, that's so now correct. You run, now, now Franklin Roosevelt is but the now, face of the Democratic but, Party, but right? Now, yeah, absolutely. And now... He's dead. Yes, but guess what? But the new name that goes with Franklin Roosevelt Ocuza is Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Well, well, you guys are just... I'm telling you. But please, again, uh, folks, I hope you noted this. Mark Kaysen just said... The country is successful. He, you've just destroyed Ab- no, I, the I, hopes and dreams of every Democrat in, in the Absolutely midterms. not. And let me say, well, we'll see. But I'm just saying this. Ocasio-Cortez. That's all you need to know. <laughs> because, listen, it, it is the future of this country. Right. Okay, Mark. Well, you, you go ahead and wander off into the hinterlands with that and, and enjoy <laughs> yourself. Uh, and by the way... Uh, I don't know how you can say the country is successful and at the same time say we're on the precipice of uh, economic disaster. He's trying. A world war. He's trying. 
and and soon to be coat hangers in every he's, back alley. He's trying to destroy this place. And by the way, don't tie that abortion thing to me because no, we are not going to have coat hangers. And I'll tell you this, and many people have pointed this out. If they got rid of Roe v. Wade this afternoon, I mean, women can go to a pharmacy now. They can get the abortion pills right over the counter. The, the, the access to abortion will be there. What we need to do is provide safe and decent health care for women, and, and we can do that, and no one's encouraging abortions, and Roe v. Except Wade is parenthood. not the answer to anything. Okay, good. Well, then you know what? Then, then we ought to if, – if all that is true, then we ought to stop funding Planned Parenthood and let them do all their marvelous Quadruple the funding. Work. Quadruple the funding. Uh, they're, uh, they're abortion I, providers. Come on. Abortions are disappearing, and you and I are both against. Well, we, then, then, you then, and good. I are both against abortions. Right. Okay. Abortions are disappearing. We're all against right. abortion. Then, then, then they no longer need my money with abortions disappearing. No, because their money is for other things. <laughs> yeah. And you keep saying <laughs> yeah. it's all about abortions. Yeah. I'm telling you this. See, we don't use if your I, tax dollars. I could, for, for I could money fill for, this for studio with women from the left who would all tell you that they don't want anybody to have an abortion. Oh, I, listen, I understand that. Okay. I, I, I get that. But but this idea somehow that Planned Parenthood – no, see, we use the tax money for pamphlets that talk about cervical cancer. We don't – we separate that from our abortion stuff. They're, try, they're trying to help women who have not learned Good. what they need to know – to make sure Good. that they don't have any children then they're, then they're very that successful. they don't want. Then, they're, then, they're, then, they're, then they don't need my money. Well, they do. They're they, an amazing they, they need it. They need it. They need your money for that. They need your money for all kinds of scientific research, which I'll tell you oh, this. Planned Parenthood doing scientific they, research? Uh, Planned Parenthood is just one piece of that scientific research group that's out here doing tremendous things to improve all of our health so that – you know your your kids and my kids and you I and I, I even maybe too will live to longer. The, the Planned Parenthood, the next Planned Parenthood film strip in school here at Planned Parenthood, and they're all walking around in their white um, research coats. They're and, good people. And pens and, they're good people you know, looking each other over each other's shoulders as they're as they're staring into a microscope. And yeah, that's Planned. But Parenthood. they they care about you. Yeah, they care about you. They care about your family. They yeah. care about your kids. I, I hear. I, I just put they my do. ear up to the wall of Planned Parenthood and hear this. Come on, abortions are disappearing. Happy Independence Day, my friend. Mark Kaysen, soon to have a show on Radio Free Almond where you could just Yankee Doodle Dandy, knock yourself out. James Cagney, love it.
I'll be out spending all this money while you sitting around wondering why it wasn't you who came up from nothing. Made it from the bottom, now when you see me, I'm stunting. And all of my cars are with a push of a button. Telling me I changed since I blew up or whatever you call it. Switch the number to my phone so you never could call it. Don't need my name on my shirt, you could tell it I'm balling. Swish, what a shame, could have got picked. Had a really good game, but you missed your last shot. So you talk about who you see at the top or what you could have saw. But sad to say, it's over for. Phantom pull up, valet, open doors. Wish I'd go away, got what you was looking for. Now it's me who they want, so you can go and take that little piece of shit with you. Hey, I'm out of Everybody, good morning, yeah. From the DiscoveryDesignInc.com studio. Yeah. Did you knock us off? They knock us off, man? Oh. Oh, okay. They got us. They got. They got us, man. I hate when they get you. They got us. They've been getting me for years, brother. I know, man. These <laughs> the get algorithms got me. Doctor Eric Naputi, what's going on, brother? Life is good, brother. How you doing this morning? NaputiWellness.com. and man, last week you, of course, uh, introduced me to uh, Mike Marino and Shannon there. Oh yeah, at uh, at Santino's uh, Cigars and Cocktails. And they came in, and Mike just said, dude, yesterday I talked to him. He said, man, I, I have a feeling this is already working because uh, I've had some people talking to me, and they're hearing about me, and yeah. they're doing this, and they're doing that. Yeah. And so uh, fantastic because that's how, that's how our networks work, man. We keep, uh, we're, we're trying to help each other help each other. That's exactly right. I mean, like-minded people need to help like-minded people. Right on, brother. I love doing business with people that do business with me. Yeah. You know, so it's uh I love the folks down at, at Mike's place down at Santino's. Dude, it's a great place. I feel like it's you know, it's the, the conservative uh, cheers, if you will. <laughs> you walk in there I and love hey, it. Hey, Dr. Eric. No, it's awesome. Man. That's a that, that's a great way to put it. I'll I'll I'm gonna steal that for my for my live I'll trademark it, but, but you can borrow it. <laughs> okay. Or I'll buy, no, you know what you say? I should buy it from you now. I'll, well, Mark just left, so <laughs> we're good on I'll I'll let you have it, buddy. I share. Hey, um, how are these going? Because you're you're about to embark uh, on uh, well. Are you still calling it Wellness yeah, Matters? Wellness Matters, but we get to do it now, uncensored, radio free, dude. I'm so pumped about it. It's not even funny. And what's so cool about it is I've reached out to all a lot of my contacts at the NFL and a lot of big name doctors. I said, hey, can you get on? Because there was some problems with well with radio with with dinosaur radio. Yeah, yeah. That we couldn't do Skype. We couldn't do Zoom. We couldn't do. Now we can do all this stuff. And what's so cool about this model is we can remote in anywhere. Like next week, I'm going to be in Fort Lauderdale with a bunch of NFL guys. I'm going to be able to do the show from the remote on-site place. It's just going to be freaking awesome, dude. So, so I'm we're, stoked about it. So now, when, we're, we're, what time are we going to? Well, like for instance, we're going to have this obviously on the stream, right? Uh, the Radio Free Almond stream, right? And then you are going to then have the Facebook version uh-huh. up. And what I'm going to do is we're going to record it so we can have a podcast version of it as well. So okay. there's a way for people to archive it. Because, you know, what we're talking about, if you, the viewers don't know, is our, my Wellness Matters program, which was a radio show that we had on Dinosaur Radio for, gosh, almost five years. Yeah, yeah. And we got huge results from it. I mean, people love just hearing the truth. I'm mm-hmm. all about the truth, you know? It's like— uh, It was a good show, man. It was very entertaining. I, we had a blast on it. And, and I'll tell you, ever since we made some changes— 
Uh, we've had a lot of people, when are you going to be back on? When are you going to do it? Yeah. Well, we've been waiting for the big launch, and now it's time to kick it off and launch it. And what's so exciting is we're going to be able to just do things we weren't able to do before and say things we weren't able to say before and get more real. Because as far as I'm concerned, the truth, as controversial as it is, yeah. brother, it'll set you free. And I love it, especially when it comes to health and healthcare. Oh, my gosh. There's stuff that people just have no idea, and it blows people's minds every time we, we, we educate them on it. So, dude, we're stoked about it. So when you say that uh, there were some things you couldn't say on, on, on the radio, on the dinosaur radio, like what – like what kind of things like did you did you have to worry about saying on a commercial radio station well, so to he, speak? He, just being as how do I say this politely? Politically correct as possible. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You want to ruffle the feathers but not rip them out? Yeah. Right now, I don't care if I rip them out. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Right, yeah, We're yeah. going to keep – it's still going to be a family radio. It's going to yeah. be clean. There's not going to be any cussing, right. none of that crazy stuff. But we're just going to get right to it, and we're going to have people come in, and it's going to be a time to have a true conversation with folks. You know, we can bring people in studio. We don't have to do a hard break every 15 minutes. We don't – we talk for a little while, do a plug. It's just boom. We're going to get into some deep conversations. You right. know what I mean? Well, and you also don't have – that specter of, and, and this is one of the things that I think is great uh, about this independence that we have and, and the whole Radio Free Almond concept is that it used to be, even for me, that you'd be up there on the radio, but you knew that there were like three people above you. Right. That people, if they didn't like you, knew they could reach to make your life miserable or make life hard for right, you or right. complain about something or threaten that they're not going to do something if this person continues to say this, whatever. And it really does. I mean, you know, obviously you want to be able, you want to comport yourself in a fair way, which right. we always did. Uh, but, but at the same time, though, you always had some people who kind of, Owns you, even though obviously you kind of owned your own show there right, at 971, right, right. but and you had control over it. But there's always those people who kind of 100% own you, yeah. Uh, and 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 you know, well, that's the way it, it's structured. And 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 there, there wants to be accountability, but this time there's only accountability to your own standards. Well, and and the cool thing, yes, I mean, you think about this, Jamie, today's July the 3rd. Tomorrow is one of my favorite days out of the year. Yeah. It's freaking Independence Day. It's freedom, man. Yeah. I'm all about freedom. I mean, you tell me I can't do something and watch me go do it. I right mean, that's on. just I'm American, you know? And when we when we have this whole idea of our whole program is all about freedom to choose. We want to give you the freedom to choose so that you can make an informed decision about your health, your kids' health, your family's health, all that stuff. And 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 we had a we still do have a great platform for it, but now we have an even bigger platform. And Jamie, I mean, you're reaching this audience is reaching people across the country where, you know, the secular radio we were doing before was reaching people in an area. And man, I want to change the way people think globally. You know, I want to let people know that there are options. There are things they can do. We can educate, motivate and inspire people. But when we did it locally, which again, I loved it, had a great fan. Your fan base is amazing. I love your people. I can't tell you how many times people would come into my office and say, well, I'm here because Jamie told me to come on down. <laughs> He said, you know, you're pretty legit, and I like doing business with people that are like me. You know right, what I mean? Right on, yeah. And, and so I loved it, and I still love it, but this is going to be such a platform that we can talk about 
man, really, truly cost of, of healthcare. People don't want to, they don't ever talk about that stuff. Where's the money go? Where's all the hidden fees? We're going to talk about freedom to choose when it comes to vaccines, when it comes to drugs and medications, painkillers, giving people truly options. And we're going to bring people in studio that have experienced it. So you don't have to just hear it from me. You're going to take their uh, experience from it as well. So it's going to be great, man. Yeah. And, and one of the things, and, and I know this is kind of sounds like I'm, you know, it sounds commercially or whatever, but when you think of Independence Day, one of the things that I love about your field and, and how you work is that there's a level there's a level of independence through your work with all kinds of afflictions that people have, and there's nothing worse than being dependent yeah. on this pill every day that really is just band-aiding whatever it is and not really taking care of the problem. And you kind of know it's not taking care of the problem, but but you went to the doctor, the doctor said, here, take this, right. and you're not really getting to the core right. of the issue. And, and, and you, I could talk about every thing i could i could talk about uh a stomach ailment i could talk about a migraine headache i could talk about ptsd i could even talk about depression i could even talk uh, about add adhd but the common thread through all those and and you guys do have to sometimes prescribe whatever but the common thread through those is it's a it's a process by which you are giving people the tools of course to 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 help themselves as well as helping them. And, and and there's a certain freedom there, too, that amazes people. Well, 100%. I mean, d- doctor in Latin means teacher, Jamie. And our job is to teach, reach, and inspire as many people as we can. You know, if you've got high blood pressure, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, stroke, I get it. I get that that's a scary thing. But why? Why does your body have that? And if I just go, here's a pill for blood pressure, that's not fixing the cause. So we want to empower people so that they can take charge of their own health to give them truly the freedom to choose. And if people say, well, it's just genetic or it's just that's not true there's so many things that we've learned about health now even over the last just 18 months i mean healthcare is rapidly expanding and and really growing and and now and not that i you know you know i'm not a big government guy i want people to stay out of my business i want to be able to take care of my own health i want to have the freedom to choose the doctors i want to see pay what i want to pay do what i want to do but the federal government has looked at the model that i've got which is an integrated model which is basically a, a bunch of different doctors working together you know it's it's chiropractors, physical therapists, medical doctors, pediatricians, nurse practitioners, nutritionists, all looking at you to help you find the cause of your problem. And the federal government likes that so much. It's called Connect Care. And the VA has picked up in 46 of their facilities has picked up our protocol because they know that, number one, it's effective and it saves money. And this is why it's so exciting right now to be really in the catbird seat that I feel like uh, from a healthcare standpoint, because everybody's coming to us who years ago were going, I don't know if this makes sense. It's kind of voodoo-y, a (laughs) little weird. I don't know. Now they're all coming going, hey, show us how to do this. Blue Cross Blue Shield, Cigna, Aetna, all these guys are coming to us saying, hey, we're going to give you X amount of people to take care of, and we're going to pay you X amount of dollars to do that. As long as you can keep them out of the hospitals, out of surgery, And not because that helps, not because Anthem and Cigna and all those guys care about the patient, but they care that it saves them millions of Mm -hmm. dollars. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's effective and it saves money. 
And so why would you not want to do that? Right. You know? Right. So and then, it's, it's exciting. Yeah, right. And then you, uh, Jamie Dukes, I've, in fact, I heard from him a while back and, and was going to get him on the air, but I'm sure you're going to talk to him on your yeah, air yeah. at one point, uh, the former pro football player. But you got – and they're utilizing the non-opioid drip for concussion type, type of treatments, yeah. that kind of thing. But the non-opioid drip that you talk about can go – is is used on all different levels, right? Well, what you're talking about is a non-steroidal, non-addictive, non-opioid pain reliever, which if you guys see anything in the news, you know, 60,000 people a year are dying from properly prescribed medications. Totally unacceptable. And by the way, the only reason why the federal government now is making changes and regulations because of it, it's not because people are dying. People have been dying for decades. It's because people are getting sued. And when the pharmaceutical companies are losing money, the insurance companies are losing money, the doctors are losing money, now they say, okay, it's time to make a shift. Right. Well, hell, we were already ahead of that shift years ago, decades ago, right? Yeah, yeah. So now they're coming to us, and we've got this vitamin infusion where we literally can take 60 grams of vitamin C, some other B vitamins, some other proprietary stuff, put it into an IV, get your pain level and inflammation out, but then give your body the stuff it needs to rebuild itself, and we can use it for chronic pain. We have formulas for that. We have formulas for migraines, like you were talking about. We have formulas for concussions and head injuries, PTSD, which is one of the big ones that the VA picked up. And then we also have your run-of-the-mill stuff, stuff for flus, colds, boost immune system. I mean, I hate to say it, but we even, not that I market it, but we got stuff. If you've had a few too many cocktails at Santino's, you can come on to our place the next day, give you an IV, you feel like a rock star. Really? Yeah. I don't market that one too much, but it's there. (laughs) Yeah, The the, the hangover trip. I I learned that one on my own. (laughs) Well, also Though they have the, you have the. Uh, I love the, the Myers cocktails and the vi- the, the, the vitamin I- yeah. IVs and things like that. So I've had a lot of success with you, man, just on my own individual basis. And I, I, it was weird because I uh, one of the things I went to you originally for was some kind of sinus deal. I was for whatever reason I felt like I had, like there was something going on with me where I felt like I had a cold all the time. It was right, driving right. me nuts, especially when you're on the air. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. like okay, uh, I'm, this is ridiculous. So. Uh, I went in and really I stood on this thing. What what was that? Because you, you, where you could see yeah. right up my spine, like right up and down my spine. Yeah. yeah. What well, was well that? first of all, I always say to see is to know and not to see is to guess, right? So we want to see what's going on. So we measure your physiology, right? So it's not just come in, take this for your symptom. It's let's look and see what's going on with your structure, with your chemistry, with your alignment, with your brain function, your nerve function, all the things that if they're out of balance can cause a symptom or sickness or disease. You're talking about some of the structural things that we have. We have a really cool machine. It's a 3D printout of your body's alignment. And it basically shows, you know, are you standing straight? Do you have a little twist in your spine? I call it, it's, it's equivalent of going to Dobbs yeah. and getting a 28-point tire inspection. Yeah. And it looks at all these different angles, and it gives us a, a printout of what's going on from a structural standpoint with your body. People don't realize that when your body is physically out of alignment, that screws up your organs. I mean, if you don't have a normal banana curve in your neck, you have a 40%, 40% increase for cardiovascular death and disease. So if we can just get the curvature to go back in your spine and get people to exercise and eat a little de- de- decent, guess what? We can cut heart disease in half. There's so many simple things that you can do, but the reason why people don't do it is because they're not educated on it. They don't know, right. and they're not Well, let's just say this. They're not empowered to do so because you go to the doctor and you got diabetes. You can – as far as the doctor cares, they don't care. As long as you're taking your your drugs, you can eat whatever you want. Yeah. It's not okay. It's cause-based care is what we do. So Yeah. That's so cool. I mean – And and I don't know. I'm always out of alignment for some reason, dude. I mean I'm always like – 
you know, I'll come in and get adjusted, but I feel great when I do get adjusted. But yeah. for whatever reason, I don't know whether it's just the way I stand or. Well, Jamie, let me ask you this. I mean, think about your spine like your teeth. How, how many times? Well, most people, how many times a day you brush your teeth? Once at least. Twice. Sometimes twice. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Why? Because you use your teeth all the time. Right. Well, how much are you using your spine? Use your spine nonstop, 24-7. So your spine, I'm giving you an analogy, can get cavities in it too, just like your teeth can. But you can't see your spine because you're not smiling all the time with it. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. So you got to have somebody that knows what they're looking at and, and can help you fix it. The more stress, and by the way, when I say stress, stress is more than just emotional stress. It's physical, chemical, emotional, nutritional. The more stress somebody's under, the more their body gets out of alignment. And the more, like today, I cannot wait. When I'm done here, I'm going to my South County office. I'm going to get an adjustment because I need one, right? Because I need one because I'm going to have a great day today. And then I'm going to hang out with my family for 4th of July. I want to be ready to rock. I don't want to get sick. I don't want to be tired. And getting an adjustment can actually boost my immune system by four to 600%. So it's amazing the stuff that people just don't know. And that's what we talk about on Wellness Matters. We talk about little things like that, how getting an adjustment can actually improve brain function. You know, I want to get Mark Case in the office so bad to map his brain out because I have a theory <laughs> that, that there's something wrong with that type of a brain. And I'm going to find it out. And one of these days, I'm going to write a New York Times bestseller. You're going to write the intro for it. Okay. And it's how to fix a left brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lefty's brain. We're going to work on that. Okay? I love it. Yeah. But it's all about finding the cause. That's yeah. It, so. I, yeah. So, uh, so who adjusts you? Well, all my doctors are all, I mean, at all of our offices, we have multiple chiropractors. Oh, you have to, yeah, because you have to have, you have to trust every single one of them, right? Well, most of these guys and gals, first of all, they're all rock stars, and I love our team, and I love our system. It's just, oh, it's so good. It just keeps getting better. And so all these doctors basically spend about three to six months right on my hip. We don't, they don't really touch a patient until they've seen stuff, been trained, and all that. Even though they're great doctors, and they've been trained, and they can go out and do it on their own, there's a certain way we do things, right? And, and so all of these doctors have to pass the test of, hey, can you adjust me? And if you can adjust me and you, and I'll let you handle my family, I'll let you take care of all of our people. Mm-hmm. And so they all are great. I love it. It's man. a blessing, dude. Yeah. Really all right. Is. So you're going to be doing your show here, uh, just a few minutes, right? You I think be doing so. some stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then so this weekend, people can check out Wellness Matters on the podcast. And then Ryan's going to put it up on the stream uh-huh. at a certain time uh-huh. and we'll be able to get that out. And your Facebook page, which yep. is, man, you're active. Make sure you guys link up to, to Dr. Naputi's Facebook page uh, at Naputi Wellness. Yeah. Uh, you you got to check that out because it's it's, you're kind of always giving well, people our, notifications. On, on our on website, there. too, on uh, NaputiWellness.com, uh-huh. it's N-E-P-U-T Wellness.com, there are – hundreds of podcasts on dang near any condition you can ever think of. All the shows that I've done in the past have been condition-specific, you name it. So if you got something going on, go there and get educated on it before you go, ah, I think I'm going to do this. Get educated. Yeah. It might change right. your mind. No doubt, man. Well, good yeah. for you. And, and again, you guys, uh, I have to tell you, uh, Dr. Deputy Eric, a uh, good friend of mine, but right off the bat was a huge uh, original uh, supporter when things were going south and crap was flying and everything else. Uh, there was my buddy in the foxhole with me, uh, Dr. Deputy, and, and stood up for me and, and therefore stood up for you big time. Uh, and uh, it's been an amazing run the last yeah. three months. Yeah, for sure. And, dude, I can't thank you enough for, for what you've done for me and my family and, and just and, and to support Radio Free Almond. And, 
Well, Jamie, I appreciate that, and I appreciate what you're doing. I mean, you're the voice of common sense in this city, in this country. It's a very small (laughs) number of people who are on the media doing what you're doing, and we need people to have the freedom to get the opportunity to choose what's right or wrong, to choose, you know, to make a decision, to get exposed to other things, and not just have stuff jam down their throat. Let's pull people into a conversation as opposed to shoving rhetoric down their throat. And I right. love what you're doing. So oh, thank you, brother. No brainer for me. I appreciate it. It, w- it wouldn't happen without you. And so folks, I guarantee if you need any help at all, Dr. Naputi's there, naputiwellness.com. And of course, Wellness Matters is going to be on Radio Free Almond. Is Margaret Sharp still out there, Matt? Is Margaret out there? Have her come in here, will you please, buddy? Come here, Margaret. Is our Facebook up still? You've seen Margaret on Facebook, haven't you? Oh, yeah. My gosh, she's amazing. Hey, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. Where are you? Come here. Hi. I'm holding my test. All right, here. Come here. Margaret, you know Dr. Naputi? Oh, yeah. Hello, dear. Yeah, good to see you. She, she's like the quintessential beautiful grandma that hangs out at all the Radio Free All yeah. events. I just want to hug her every just, time uh, I see she's her. She's just great. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's a great way to start your day off. <laughs> hey, baby. How are you, Margaret? I love you. Thank you so much for your support. Oh, she's got her Walmart thing on today. Yeah, I, I, she she kind of I kind of got on I got I kind of got a little bit on Margaret's yeah. uh, bad side yesterday when I said something jokingly yeah. about yes, Walmart. You, you got to be careful what you say; people get offended very easily. Well, I but, but but I love Walmart. Walmart's uh, you know some of my best friends are Walmart's. Do, do you go to the Kirkwood one? I go to the one in uh, Brett, uh, Richmond Heights, right there off of Hanley. Oh, that one. Oh, no, I shouldn't go to that one? It's not that. I'd have some friends there, too, but uh, you should go to Kirkwood. Okay, I'll go to Kirkwood. Margaret, I lived, in, I lived in Fenton for a long time, and I yeah. used to go to that, the Walmart there all the time. And w- one of my best friends, his name is Jonah White, uh-huh. he invented the Billy Bob teeth and the like, crazy hair. <laughs> oh, is that your so friend of yours? Yeah, he's a good buddy of mine. He sent me, great guy to get on the program, too. Uh, he sent me a care package once with teeth yeah. and all that. We, <laughs> me and my kids put it on, went to Walmart, nobody uh-huh. looked. That is funny. Okay. They're like, yeah, just there you go. Okay. <laughs> we had a blast. I got you. Uh, do you still go to the Fen one? Though? Oh, I'm all oh, over the place, you yeah, know. Because no, there's a girl named Crystal Boy. Tell, tell her, I am going to get to work, Crystal, tomorrow. Oh, oh no, she's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret's always up there. I, I'm surprised at your. I'm always surprised at how much you your your. Uh, eclecticism you, you how how much you know about music and all that stuff whenever i'm playing music or whatever you're like me right I, on yeah okay i think i know okay. did you like that and you liked that national anthem today didn't I you i loved it that was great i really loved it is madison rising is the, is the name of it right yeah madison rising pick about they were great did you hear that this I morning, did. It was by the awesome way? yeah yeah i was yeah it was unique different yeah, I liked it. yeah, yeah. definitely and, and and watch the video because it's so patriotic it's like i love all the images and they've got images from 9-11 and uh soldiers and kids it's just uh, it's fantastic yeah. and everything else so anyway yeah. uh yeah so um, this is margaret sharp everybody hi everybody She's the mayor of, of the of the Radio Free Almond Facebook page. No doubt yes, about I am. That. I love it. You keep it, boy. There are a lot of people arguing. I, I about over the, these uh, candidates mm-hmm. yesterday. Oh yeah, I wanted to hit a few of them. Some of these people, uh, you know, and that's been great. What's been great about 
uh, the time that we've had with this show. And I, I could, like if I wanted to have Eric on, uh, I could have him on for an hour. We could, and we, we we could talk about stuff that really does matter to people. We'll never have to have to break whatever. And with uh, Naputi Wellness uh, and Wellness Matters on Radio Free Almond, yeah. now he's going to be able to wind it out. Yeah. Do a great job. So uh, tell everybody on Facebook to make sure they go over to uh, the podcast and get the Naputi on there, if you don't mind there, dear. Get the podcast and so that you can hear Dr. Naputi and his wellness. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what did you bring, by the way? Cupcakes. This oh, is wow. it. These are made in the Walmart kitchens. <laughs> can I pull these out and look? They're wet, red, white, and blue. I know. Well, they're at red, least right. Blue, they're, they're oh, man, Jamie, seat. those look great. Really? I know. Yeah. I'm still. We're still eating the cake. You brought. You're us. still eating the Aiden to eat the whole thing. Um, he darn near almost did. <laughs> did you leave him for the rest of the family? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. Did, but he he'd get these uh, these he'd take a shoebox size piece of cake and get on him a little bit. <laughs> well, he's a growing guy, you know that. Yeah, well, I'd say like, I, you, well, you'd like this because I told yeah. Aiden, I said, um, I said, what you have for what you have for today for you know because I came home and there was a plate. <laughs> with the cake on it on the counter. Yeah. It was in the afternoon. Yeah. It was on uh Saturday or whatever. I was oh like, what goodness. are you doing eating a piece of cake in the middle of the day? <laughs> a dessert cuz you know, when I was a kid it's like you we No, no, you didn't have that. We didn't have a, you know. We had pork chops. I say yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up on a hog farm. That's why. Hey, is is Aiden still uh, drinking out of a straw with a soda can? <laughs> I heard Doug fix that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? What's funny is, and I have to, I have to say uh, right off the bat here, uh, don't do not make any mistake. Aiden was not drinking out of a straw. Never has <laughs> drank out of a straw. It just so happens no, when they no. gave him his soda, they put a straw in there. Ooh. So he never touched the straw. I believe it. Just so you know. Because I, I know. <laughs> uh, that was when Doug Giles was like, hey, don't ever uh, use a straw. Don't be a man. Don't use straws. Yeah, they they don't really, straws I, don't, I don't go near a straw myself ever. All right. Well, Margaret Sharp, uh, happy Independence Day to you, dear. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you for and everything. Happy end Independence Day to you all, too. Are you working today? No. Oh, okay. I'm just worrying this because I wanted to. Show everybody that I'm a good Walmart employee. Yeah, girl. And tell me not to t- talk about Walmart anymore. Pop. I I talked about them positively. Save that Logan, West Virginia town. Oh yeah, I heard that. You know, very nice name. That your mom-in-law came to my line last week. My mom. Your mom-in-law. Your mother-in-law. Oh, she, oh, Kathy. Kathy. Oh, she did. She's a sweetheart. I like oh, she her. is a sweetheart. She's very nice. She would say, "Are you Margaret Sharp?" I said, "Yes." Then she said, "Well, I'm Catherine. You know." I'm- Andrea and Alicia's mama. Oh, hi. How are you? I recognize actually her from the feed before. I didn't know that. that well, how'd she know I was you? I have my name badge on. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> Margaret. Okay. I yeah. love it. Okay. She probably had a Radio Free Almond hat on too <laughs> no. she's working. They don't let you wear that. <laughs> they never let me wear these things. Yeah. You know? And when, when you're at Walmart, what do you do there? I am a cashier. Okay, cashier. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll make sure I go to the Kirkwood one then. Don't go on. tomorrow. I, I don't go tomorrow. Maybe you can go tomorrow. But I will not be there Thursday. Okay. So come either Wednesday or Friday. But I'm going to be off Saturday because I'm going to the barbecue and I'm going to Peter's thing. And please. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. Both with things. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Go, Peter. We love you. He's <laughs> she watching. Peter Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Peter I'll be there Pfeiffer at the eleventh. That's Wednesday, the eleventh, um, at Cooldell, yes. and then uh, and uh, Saturday. I got to find out where Cortland's barbecue is, but I'll be there too. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll come out there, and and then tomorrow, folks. We don't have a stream. I'll probably Facebook live from my pool in the morning if I get up, and then uh, <laughs> I'll. 
I'll uh, we'll do something uh, of that nature. Okay. And so happy Independence Day. You know, by the way, speaking of uh, yeah. pork, uh, I did one time. This Walmart saved me okay. <laughs> because I was. It was Memorial Day and had a big event out at the winery out there, as we always did for the radio station. But but I had to, I was responsible for the uh, getting some food and right. there, and nothing was open. Uh, uh, it seemed, uh, and so I went to Walmart. I bought some ribs at right. Walmart, yeah, like a big old pack. I think they were from Mexico. <laughs> They're or something. always open, I, but but yeah, 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 yeah. Bought some ribs from Walmart. Day. It was great. Mm. All right. Well, uh, thank you, dear. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, sweetie. You have a good day. Mwah. She's a sweetie. Okay, you're right. I love it. Margaret Sharp. All right, and then um, Naputi Wellness Wellness Matters debuting on Radio Free Almond this week. Yeah, brother. So keep an eye out for it, and Dr. Naputi will put all that stuff up on his uh, Facebook and at NaputiWellness.com. You can check it out, too. So enjoy your Independence Day, folks, and have a good one. Maybe I should play. You know what I should do? I'm going to go ahead and, and because, instead of the theme, I'm going to go ahead and, and do uh, the Madison Rising Star Spangled Banner oh, version okay. once again for all of you, since you all loved it. So, uh have a great day, everybody, and have a beautiful Independence Day. I'll be out there with you in spirit and possibly near the pool in the morning. Dr. Eric, thanks so much, brother. Thank you, brother. Brother. Appreciate you guys. Margaret Sharp, thank you, dear. Have a great day, everybody. Have a great Independence Day. God bless America. God bless USA. God bless our president. you see by the So proudly we hail at the twilight.